hello and welcome to another edition of Weak Points. My name is Rich and with me is Nick and we're here to discuss what's been happening this week. We are indeed, We've yes. We've had a very busy week this week, haven't we? We have. In terms um, of things that are happening and Certainly such. a busy week for you, my friend. Uh, considering yes. um, and shameless plug for my mate notwithstanding uh, your first book yes my is first, out on Amazon my first book is out on Amazon called Don't Shop Me Now about oh. my life in retail uh, it's a lot funnier than it sounds but it's very funny I've, I've I've um, I was very lucky to get uh, to read it before it was even printed um, so yes. yes it's very very good um, and and very reasonably priced. Uh, uh, so, it is. So get on to Amazon. Yeah, go find it on Amazon. Um, as of tonight, we've discovered that I'm sitting just above Jeffrey Archer in the charts in the business humour section. Mm. If only there was an actual ladder and you could be above it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, either either he would be looking up and you could fart on his head, or you know, you could just look down and. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything because I'd fear the wrath of Mary. The wrath of Mary. Is that his book? <laughs> it's a great title. We'll get on to great titles soon as well. There's another author that we... I don't think I'd want to be lying in the arms of Mary. No, then. Who was that? Oh, I want to say that was Danny Wilson, but I might be wrong. Oh, no, I'm thinking of going right back. Lying in the arms of Mary. No, that's what I know. I know what you said. I know. Wasn't that... That was da- oh no, that was Mary's prayer. Yeah. Ah, yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. Of course, that was Mary's prayer. That's a very different thing. Very different thing. Yeah. I'm in the arms of Mary. Who sang it then? I don't know. Jesus. J- Jesus and the disciples. Jesus and the disciples. They were a band. Just before Bruce Hornsby and the Range. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think the disciples still tour? Yeah, but they they, to... they split up, didn't they? After Jesus left them, obviously yeah. Judas was out the band by then doing his own thing. Uh, and getting paid fairly, the, you know. The gutting thing was, he was the choreographer one. He was. He yeah, was the yeah. one that really kept it, the whole he, moves he together. together. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He got them the Gethsemane gig. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. left the band, a bit like Robbie Williams. He'd take yeah. that, out he went, taking a ginger ale with him. And yeah. suddenly there's just Matthew, Luke, John, Peter, Simon, Philip. I mean, to say it's the David. Middle East... There's some, yeah, David, there's some Paul, there's some Oliver. Sander. Yeah. Gary. Guy. Felix. Um, Marcus Stewpot. Tristan. Tristan, yeah. David Lee Travis. And Zip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked Zip because he was a dog, wasn't he? That was dog. He was was the dog uh, disciple. Come on, Zip. Yeah. That's wine, Zip. Don't drink that. I know it was water a minute ago, but the Lord's changed. He turns wine back into water. What, by weaning it? Yeah. Are you saying that Zip was a magic dog? You see, if you were making, um, like, the Bible stories now, yeah. you might you might include Zip the magic dog. Might you? Yeah, well, yeah. They probably would do. I, I would do. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit like, do you remember, we are the famous five. Julian Dick and Anne. No, I don't. It was a fucking TV show when we were kids. Like in the 70s. No, I never watched that. It was awful. It was awful. I hated it. Um, Was it live action? Yeah, it was a live action TV show. We are the famous five. Any listeners who remember the famous five, please send us a recording of you singing it because it'll be better than my fucking version because I can't sing. We are the famous five. Julian Dick and Anne. 
George and Timmy the dog. But you know, holy fuck! No, I don't know that. At all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, you've got the disciples. You'd be going, "We are the disciples." Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, George, Peter, Zip, and Marcus, Tristan, and all the others. <laughs> did, did, did. You know, zip the dog, the zip the dog, zip the magic dog. <laughs> so yeah, so that'd yeah. be great. Um, yeah, well, maybe it's new generation. Eh? Put it on TikTok. Go put it on See TikTok. what comes out. Yeah. There's a very unpleasant smell in this room, and it's my feet. And oh, so really? That smell, that strange sort of slightly off milk slash vinegar smell, unfortunately, is my feet. I'm going to segue from from that. I would be. Um, uh, it's tack because it's tarnishing the remembering my book. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we moved from your book to the fucking disciples. To the disciples. To my feet. Yeah. Horrendous. Back to your book, please. No, no, no. We don't, we, don't have to go, we don't have to go back to my book. I will talk about it another time. What I'll do is I'll, 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 I'll do um, an episode that's got some, um, uh, like a little clip of the audiobook version in it. Oh, that'd be good. Um, so you can have a chapter of that. Um, no, what I was thinking was, uh, so we went to see uh, a, a comedian recently didn't we we went to see Daniel Kitson we did in uh, Chester outside in Chester but before we went there um, we went and had tapas didn't we oh god um, <laughs> we had some it was there was some really lovely really good tapas yeah really the, nice the potatoes of the night which I love oh. the idea of the potatoes of the night like soup of the day potatoes of the night potatoes of the night <laughs> <laughs> Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but what they, they did when they brought them through. They wasn't it? did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a Spanish way. How did they get the dishes to just float in on that like fog? You'll never know. Well, no. Spanish guitars, castanets. Yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. But no, we we did have some good tapas. we had air dried beef. We had some. Uh, very prawny prawns. The charcuterie. The charcuterie was good. The, uh, yeah, olive bread. The and potatoes of the night were the amazing. The potatoes of the night were fantastic. And? And went for dessert, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Treated ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we went for... Both of us, mind. Both of us went for the Basque, burnt Basque cheesecake. Yeah. And I like cheesecake. I'm a big fan of a New York cheesecake. I don't mind a baked cheesecake. I like all cheesecakes, in truth. And this said it was a baseless cheesecake. I don't mean it, it had no reason. I mean, it was like... It's baseless, It didn't yeah. have a biscuit base and, or... Um, a, yeah. It had a fruit compote with it. A cherry compote, it did, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so imagine our surprise. It was looked lovely, didn't it? It did, it did. A fairly generous wedge. It looked what I thought it would look like. Yeah. Given the description that was on the... Yeah, yeah, menu. yeah, yeah. yeah. That it was going to be a burn. You didn't get Basque much of a sense of the Basque region of Spain, in truth. But the fruit compote was there. The cheesecake was a good healthy slice with a burnt top. Yeah. Yeah. And there the comparisons with regular cheesecake kind of ended. De- oh, very definitely. It seems odd, given that it's called cheesecake, that the one thing that you don't expect to find in a cheesecake is... A strong flavour of cheese. I have never experienced it before. No, no. Uh, and again, no. listeners, if you have had a cheesecake that is more cheese than cake, um, then do do let us know. Or, or, or 
if you've had because I've never and neither of you ever had Basque baked cheesecake no. before or baked Basque cheesecake so it's that way around but um, if that's if that's what it's normally like then uh, hold my hands up I don't imagine that it is but, because when when you mentioned it to the waiter when uh, they came over and you said it was rather striking unusual flavour that wasn't expecting she looked like you were expecting to say she was you were expecting to say that yeah yeah so that she, wasn't a surprise to her she said yeah yeah we, a lot of people make yeah. that <laughs> yeah yeah where the fucking do yeah of course they do because it's like fucking quiche because it was like a cheese like you said it was a cheese souffle wasn't it was it? it was a, it was a sunken cheese souffle yeah it was that yeah. someone's gone oh, I can't save that now. Just Not only that though, it changed. It changed as we went through the slice. That was the weirdest thing. From the thing. point to the fat end of the slice, yeah, th- with those gradations Some, of cheesiness. Somewhere <laughs> in the centre was a sort of sweet spot. Yeah, there was. Yeah, about the yeah. size of a ping pong ball, and yeah. then yeah. then the rest yeah. of it, <laughs> yeah, was cheese. cheese. It was all about the cheese. It was. The most unusual thing was, yeah. I think I've eaten in a imagine long eating, time. Imagine if you would eat frothy cheese with jam. <laughs> That's but the, what it was. But, but the jam, the fruit compote, and again, I don't want to uh, badmouth the meal because the meal as a whole was absolutely excellent. Yeah, it was, the drinks were lovely. It was, it was very good. But the fruit compote tasted of nothing. It was just some wet. It wasn't particularly sweet. I think it was because it no the cheese taste. just smashed it out the part. All oh, right, yeah. But your comment, and it is absolutely right, is... That wouldn't have gone out of place if you'd have served it with pickled onions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, or or a chutney. Yeah, I'd have gone mad for that. That would have been good. Yeah, That yeah. would have been good. If they'd have said, uh, it's the savoury dessert for people who don't like, you know, like sweet things yeah. after the meal. Yeah, I'd yeah. have gone, oh, I'm in for that. Yeah, yeah. If Heston Blumenthal had made it. Yeah, yeah. And gone, it's yeah. cheesecake. It's cheesecake, Ooh, but it's actually it's, a taste of cheese. It's Heston Blumenthal cheesecake, yeah. so there you go, there's yeah. the clue. You go, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the oh, food critics would have been jizzing all over it. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm expecting. I know what I'm expecting now, but it, it really did. Um, it, it was... It, it was an odd thing. What did you say? Something about its context. I can't remember what you said. It was a, there was something you said about it, but um, yeah, I think it, it was all about the context of it, wasn't it? It, but it just didn't have any. No, it didn't. And uh, so yeah, so anything anything that is indefinably odd will be referred from this point on. It's like we said. It's on, it was just on the wrong place on the menu. Yes, it was. It, it was two places too low down on two the menu. If it had been on the bottom of the mains, yeah, yeah, just follow the calama- calamari. Yeah, cheesecake with a couple of pickled onions and some caramelized, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever on it, yeah. sauce. Yeah, yeah, I'd have been in. Yeah, yeah, but it was it, ju- it was just the surprise of cheese. Yeah, at that point in the day. Do you know? I think they'd have even got away with it if they'd have said Basque burnt cheesecake with sweet chili jam. As opposed to fruit yeah, compote, yeah, because then you'd yeah. have had that 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 bite, that heat, yeah, and the cheese, yeah, and then you know, and, and then and then we might have appreciated it more than feeling confused by it because both of us finished it, but more out of curiosity, yeah, than yeah, yeah, because yeah, it kept changing all the oh, way yeah. through. Fucking odd, it was. It was like Mr. Ben. But if they'd have put on their like burnt bass cheesecake, it tastes of cheese! Exclamation mark. <laughs> We would have both still ordered it. Probably. Because we would have been like, well, we have to try this. Yeah, this sounds fucking Fucking mental. And actually, they might sell more. Cheesecake with jam. Fucking hell. The other, of course, the the other other possibility, and again, this this sounds like I might be trying to drag the restaurant through the mud, I'm not, is that that cheesecake might have been standing all day. 
and it was a warm day. Oh no, I think that the cheese was very intentional. Yeah, well, no, I, it, 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 it probably was. It, it felt was. like the chef had shown a deft touch in introducing the cheese at various yeah, yeah, yeah. stages in the slice. I yes. think that was intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you go, chip, chip, at the start, you're like, cheese, cheese. Oh, and we had, we, had oh, a good, we had a good 10-minute conversation just after the first two spoonfuls yeah, we did. about it. We did. And then we carried on talking about it for a good quarter of an hour afterwards. And, yeah, it totally dominated. The, to be honest... Like, the meal was great, but that was, without a doubt... Oh, that was a headline. Because, you know, we were eating and chatting and eating and chatting. The pudding came, we were eating and suddenly nothing. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. The spoonfuls and then... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like I need to share this. With, well, what do you reckon this, then? It's, it's nice, isn't it? It's, it's unusual. It's, it's quite cheesy. Ooh, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. 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 It was like somebody introducing you to a new colour. And then you're like, well, I, I, I like it, but it's very hard to describe. Yeah, absolutely. It's like all the weathers you've ever experienced, and then suddenly there's a new weather. A new weather, yeah. Oh, fucking, what's this? Yeah, it's what, flap. Yeah, what's, what? yeah, what's it like? Mm. Whew, I well, don't know. It's hard, it's it's hard to, to say. say. It's hard to say, but it changes Yeah. as it goes along. There's more of it, and sometimes there's less of it. <laughs> but it's always there in some form or another. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, that is bastard so burnt so cheesecake, and, and yeah. uh, afterwards, Rich and I looked up a recipe which I intend to to make. No cheese um, in it. Well, it's got cream cheese in it, which yeah. doesn't have. As, I mean, the the flavour to this cheesecake was specific. Oh. It was like manchego or something. Yeah, quite, it was. Yeah, quite particularly strong, and and uh, cream cheese is very subtle. And and if that's what happens if you bake cream, do you know what I'll find out, won't I? If I bake one, I'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing if that's what it tastes like. Oh well, yeah, and then I'll have it with crackers. Yeah, I'll have it with crackers and, and, and pickled onions, and, and then jobs are good. Yeah, yeah, chili jam. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was good. Um, and the gig yeah. we went to was Daniel Kitson. We went to see Daniel Kitson uh, at uh, an outdoor venue in, in uh, yeah Chester Grover Park Theatre, um, and he performed in the round, which was uh, an odd. I've never seen a comedian. No, 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 right, no, right. But he, he he managed that very well. He handled it very well. Yes, it was not mic'd up or anything, uh, which uh, wouldn't have been an issue if the venue had had a roof, but it didn't. So a little bit of what he was saying got lost. But you kind of soon got into it, didn't you? Really? Well, I never missed a word of it. I mean, uh, you, you know, his his projections be pretty good, and uh, I I've never seen him live. You've seen him live before, but I think that. Um, I th- um, my hearing's not 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 great, so some bits I kind of I must admit I did miss when he turned away. Right. But um, I didn't miss anything where I thought oh, I've, I've missed the spirit of what he was talking about. Right. Right. Um, but we were sat a little bit nearer to him than some of the guys that were in the. This the, is true. The top row. Yeah. But do you know what? It, overall, it was a good. It was a good gig. He was very funny. He was. He was. Uh, uh, clearly. Um, and again, I know it's all part of his act, but it, it did sound genuine that he's still very concerned about uh, the uh, lasting effects of the coronavirus, which is why he's doing outdoor gigs rather than indoor gigs. He's still wearing yeah. masks in shops. Uh, and um, yeah, he was. Um, if, I think he's still, his tour's still going throughout the summer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So he's still so, got more gigs, but I think, as far as I know, I think they're all sold out. I think he's adding some. He's adding some gigs, but I think they were all sold out. Right, oh, well, that's that then. You're... He's, he's one of those people who. Um, he doesn't need to really do that much pre-publicity because I think 
I only got got it through like his mailing system, and he just sells out on the people that are fans. I yeah, don't think he yeah, needs yeah. to get any new people really to sell out the venues that he goes for. A little bit like Stuart Lee, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's as, true. As soon as he comes, then the people who went to see him last time are going to go see him again, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's and true. It, it can kind of sell out the same the same venues. Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, but no, it was it was it was good. It, it was, was good. But if I'm honest with you. I wasn't really thinking about what he was saying. I was just thinking about the cheesecake. The cheesecake did dominate. It did dominate. Yeah. Yeah. Who can say that? I've never had that with the food. No. Where it's it's been all pervasive. Yeah. Well, there was the cheesecake, actually, and the discovery of a new writer uh, who is a, a, a contemporary of yours. Mm. Um, and... Um, so, you know, far be it from us to champion the work of a writer we've never read the works of, but we've read some synopses yeah. uh, of the works of Gene Walker, and, um, yeah. you know, we're, we're fans. Massive fans. Yeah, yeah. Massive fans. I think um, we, we shouldn't go into it too much in this pod, because what I want to do for the next pod is I want to get actually get hold of a manuscript. That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think we can go, we can do a deep dive. Maybe really investigate some of the some of the uh, the twists. Because we don't normally do books on here. No, from, we don't. Even though I've fucking written one. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't really even done mine. No, that's true. <laughs> no. Considering that I've written a book, and we Just say at the start about us doing like what we've, what we've watched, Jesus. listened, and read. Bruce Holmes being the range, yeah. fucking farting. Yeah. Jeffrey Archer moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flog my guts out on a fucking book, and we haven't even talked about it. Uh, <laughs> but we will do that another time. But I think with Jean, yeah, we need to give her some time. We do, we do we need to give her some proper air time. Yeah. Uh, so I think in the next one you can look forward to deep dive on um, deep the, dive on Jim Walker Jim Walker yeah. yeah 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 yeah. a lot of it is set in Liverpool and North Wales yeah there's a lot of that um, there, there are mentions of the travelling community we can say definitely uh, and we can say that a lot of it is sort of mystery based I would say there's very much a, there's a lot of it's got twist at the end. There's plenty of twists. It would seem. It was. Um, there's a lot of um, one of the authors. They kind of um, sometimes put in little quirks that make their the style their signature, so it's recognisable wherever it is and in whatever kind of format. And I think her naming of uh, familial relatives, the way that she constructs. Yep. Those it descriptions. Yeah, that's her. That's her signature. It's like it runs. It runs through work like rock, like, yeah, like letters yeah, through yeah. rock. Yeah, uh, this is true. When we get to reading out the, the some of the synopses or investigating the text, you'll get you'll get what we mean. Yeah. But um, yes, for now we will leave you in suspense. Gene Walker, very good. We salute you. Yes. Yes. Superb <clears throat> work. Yes, indeed. Um, now we can't say that about our our film that we've watched, can we? We cannot. No, no. Uh, you, it's your turn to do the lion because we've done another James Bond. We're on number five. Yeah. And the the dice of fate took us to nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. The first in uh, Timothy Dalton's uh, uh, duo of films, um, The Living Daylights. So, would you like to roar like the lion? Oh yeah, can I can certainly it? roar like the lion. Let's do it. Excellent. That's very, very good. I, I like that a lot. Thank um, you. Now, take your mind back to 1987. 
where the big films, the big films were the Lost Boys, planes, oh, trains, yeah. and automobiles. Yeah. Short Circuit, The Untouchables. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And and let's not forget Mannequin. Yes. And actually, let's forget Mannequin. Shall we forget? Well, mannequin? I don't know. Compared to what we're about to talk to, I don't know that Mannequin's that. That's a good point. Now, Rich and I, when this film came out, because it had been summer '87, we're both 16 years old, mm. and I have a, I have a very, I mean, uh, it, it is true that I remember nothing about the film, but I remember the experience of going to see it whilst on holiday with my mum and dad and my sister in Ilfracombe, in, uh, and and going to the cinema in Ilfracombe with my sister and watching it and enjoying it. But I realise now. In retrospect, mm. that my memory of enjoying it was probably just being out with my sister. Yeah, it can't have been the film. It can't have been the film. At the time, this would have completely passed me by because I was in full-on goth phase. So ah. I would have just thought this was a film for wankers. Um, and you uh, and it nowhere near dark enough for me. I needed something edgy and gritty and about the night. Okay, I'll be I'll be watching Lost Boys. Watching Lost Boys, yeah, 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 and like thinking, yeah, I'm probably one. Of, I'm probably one of them, really. I'm one of them. Yeah, fair enough. I'm a lost boy. You are a lost boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> so we begin on a, a training exercise. Have you said what the film's called yet? Sorry, it's The Living Daylight. Oh, right, yeah. Yes, The Living Daylight. <laughs> the Living Daylight. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get to the theme in a minute. Right. So it is. Um, we're on a training exercise in Gibraltar. We are. Are, you, are we doing the pistol? Doing the pistol oh, shot? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Beg your pardon. Yes, yes, yes. So We've had the United Artists yeah. theme, and yeah. then we have. Yeah, the pistol. The pistol. Uh, yeah, yeah. You had to look down the barrel. The man looking literally down the barrel of the gun, <laughs> not over the top of the barrel. Actually, he's is in the barrel. He is. He is the gun. He's a very nondescript silhouette, isn't he? I know we talked about Roger Moore and his razor-sharp flares mm. uh, in the last episode. And I really did like that. I liked that silhouette. Um, this one, very nondescript. It could have been anybody, couldn't it? I think it was Dalton, but he need, you know, yeah, he had but he wasn't distinctive, was he? No, not really. It was a very, like, meh kind of suit. There was no, like, real style to it. It could have been from any like thirty-year period, really. It was not very striking. Yeah, that's fair. And then, but then, when they shot him and the blood comes down, then the the barrel for some reason went on a very even left to right. Yeah, it was. It was a swing, wasn't it? It, it was, was like what, yeah. It was. It you know that James Bond had shot and turned the killer into a Newton's cradle. Yeah, yeah. You could have almost heard a. Yeah. Anyway, and, then, and then it was gone. But the blood fell. And the blood fell. And, and we faded into a yeah. training exercise. Yes. In Gibraltar. Yes. Now, for some reason, uh, the uh, commanding officer of these double O's was sitting at a desk with some papers on, on a plane. Yeah. Uh, just a regular desk. Yeah, that's I don't know true. whether or not there was, this was some kind of, you know, you were supposed to assume, ah, they're obviously... In a in a in a room, uh, they're they're in an office. Yeah. But they were all sitting around there with parachutes on the back, so it wasn't a very good deception. And he was saying, right, your your duty, uh, your your mission on this training exercise, 
is to capture the radar station on Gibraltar. This will be defended by the uh, SAS. And he, he was saying what um, what something about it being a privilege for the double O section to... To take part to, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was quite right, prestigious, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, it was quite a thing. Yeah. It, it, it's basically like the armed forces version of It's a Knockout. And, and the double yeah. O's had played the Joker and they were going yeah. to, you know, jump out the plane past Stuart Hall, yeah. who nobody talks about anymore, and Eddie Waring, no. who nobody talks about anymore, <laughs> but for a different reason, uh, and, and land on Gibraltar, um, which is famous for monkeys and the SAS, who a year later... Really put their stamp on it. Yeah, they really did, by yeah. shooting three people at a petrol station. It, it Yeah. Controversial as it was, it did introduce... A different style of postcard for them to sell, didn't it? <laughs> well, it, it was it was a, a different thing, wasn't it? Novelty. You're going back to the airport. You, oh, yeah. I need to get something for Marjorie because I didn't. What, okay, what did a I sticker rock that says "I got shot in Gibraltar." Yeah, there's those by the things. SAS. Yeah, that's right. You can get a bullet keyring. Um, uh, you yeah, know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, I've been to Gibraltar, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Please don't shoot! I'm <laughs> yeah. unarmed. Yeah. Yeah. I heart Gibraltar, but the heart's got three bullet holes in it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, all of those, all of those things. Yeah, but that was all after this. That was all after this. So, you know, this, this, this almost um, prescient in, 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 in a strange kind too of Too prescient. Too prescient. Can things be Stank too prescient? Of it. It's, uh, yeah. Doesn't it reeked it? of prescient, like this room reeks of my feet. <laughs> anyway. What a lovely turn of phrase. Isn't that delightful? It reeks of prescience. Yes, so so the, the double O's involved in this mission, two even numbers and an odd number. Yeah. Double O two. Yeah. Double O four. Yeah. And of course, double O seven. Yes. Now, um, the rest of them were. They were on holiday. I, th- I think uh, Keith Double O five. He's still in office doing uh, staples. And, yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, he's been at that since nineteen sixty two. He's never going to change. Not really. He, he he loves it. He does the he does the butty run stuff. But they said what an honour it was for the Double O section to be invited to, it. and then there's only fucking three of them there. There's only three of them, absolutely. But there again, the training exercise maybe only called for three. If it had been all of them, there were only about three guards, and it would have been a walkover. So maybe yeah. it was. Yeah. <clears throat> the idea is that you know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is how to infiltrate three man team, and and you know naturally when you're doing a kind of um, a, a, an incursion mission, your best bet, the best time to do that kind of incursion, yeah, is in the middle of the day, yeah, when it's sunny and bright, yeah, because when you when you're um, when you're parachuting down, you can see where you're going to land, yeah, 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 and, and you can and you can black. then you and you can see any. Um, See any enemy soldiers? Yeah. So that you don't land on them. That is true. So, so down they came, all three of them, all successful landings. One of them landed in a tree, oh, but yeah. managed to managed to get out. But it was on two foot, like two foot above ground. Right, thank goodness. Um, so yeah, and then um, one of them, I'm not sure that it was 002 or 004, was shot straight away, but not by a. a, a it was like a paintball, paintball gun, wasn't yeah. it? But it yeah. wasn't um, a paintball. It was more like a chalk. Chalk yeah. colour, a puff yeah. of pink chalk, and somebody said, that's it, chum, you're out of it. Yeah. Um, who was one of the SAS guards. So that was the end of the game for him. Bit, yeah. Bit boring. Um, he didn't seem like he was SAS, did he? He didn't, did he? No, he was in uniform like an army. He held, it, he, held, he held it. He held his gun like a 
tit, didn't yeah. it? Um, and then going, oh, that's it for you. The game's over. Is the it war Cham- for yeah, you, it- Chummy, the war's over. <laughs> You're Dan Sunshine. I'm Danny Lucky Kipper. Enough. Yeah, it was it was very odd. Yeah, wasn't it? but that was that was that was how we did it. Yeah. That was it. So yeah, that was that. Um, and um, uh, you know, um, uh, fair enough. So then, one of the others. He had to scale a cliff, little yeah. little cliff That's side, right. yeah, to yeah. gain access to another building. And then we see a third man. Yes. And the third man is also shot. By the SAS. Yes. So he turns round. Yeah. And shoots back. He does. With a real gun. With a real gun. Yeah. So there's a real death. Yeah. You're not expecting that. And only then do you realise that there's a... There's a... What's the phrase? A dog in the manger? Is that the phrase? Is it? Is it the magic dog, I'm assuming? I don't know. Yeah, a dog in the manger, that's a phrase. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look it up. I'm keep talking. No, you, you, I believe you. No, no, you just got the um, next bit. I, I, I look at the... Yeah. Looking for dog so in the it's at this point that um, 007 uh, sees that something weird is going on. And uh, it looks... And then he sees that there's been an actual real bullet um, being fired. Hey, and the guy on the rope got... Um, he goes, yeah. He goes after the, he goes after the shooter, doesn't he? Ah, see, dog in the manger. I'm, I'm wrong. A dog in the manger. Sorry, just a, just a sorry, dictionary corner. A, a person who has no need of or ability to use a possession that would be of use or value to others, but who prevents others from having it anyway. Um, and, mm. and the example of using it is, what a dog in the manger you must be. So that's helpful, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. And this is what it sounds like. This is how Google says it. Dog in the manger. There you go. Oh, it sounds really sad. Dog in the main. Dog in the manger. Dog in the manger. There you go. Dog in the manger. Dog in the manger. We might keep that on every dog now and again. Oh, what a dog in the yeah. manger you are. Dog in the manger. Thank oh, you very dog much. In the manger. Yeah, he's lovely, isn't he? Dog in the manger. That's terrific. Anyway. Dog in the manger. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, so so the, um, the the guy who shot the guard has also cut the rope on double O, which said that it was two or four. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he screams like a baby. But before he before he does that, he drops a little. Um, oh God, yeah, he puts something on like a little carabiner, doesn't he? It's yeah, got like and a slides little, it down. And he and slides it note. down. Yeah, it's a note. Which you you don't find out what it says on the note until later. Yeah, it doesn't fucking make any difference anyway, does it? Well, what, what, what are you going to learn from our tone? And, and it's, it's fairly apparent already, is that this film is the most plotless and the most disappointing of the five... Oh, God, by far. Of the five Bond films we've seen thus far. Yeah. It, it is... I mean, doubly disappointing for me because I have, I have happy memories of seeing it. Um, and, and, I, and I enjoyed at the time, or I think I did, or I thought I did, uh, Timothy Dalton as James Bond, but he's kind of no better or worse. Was it because that was when that man was touching you in the cinema? Uh, just before, uh, just before, like Death on the Rock. It was different. Like Death on the Rock. Like Death right. on the Rock. Um, <laughs> Is that what you call it? I, I I I didn't at the time. Close one letter off. Um, anyway. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, right, so, yeah, it, it, it was... 
there was a thing on a carabiner that the, the guy saw, he slid down, he read it, and then he went, no! Then the rope got cut and he died. Yeah. Bond sees there's something up, so he decides, best bet is to get out of this. Why did he do that? Why did he, why did he, he knew he was going to kill the guy. Why did he have So why did he give him a message going, oh, no, no, and then, uh, and then, then cut the rope? What, what was the point in that? I don't know. I, honestly, what if that guy had gone no and took that message with him, and then nobody else had seen it, and yeah. like so that it would have been as if it didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. And it might as well have done. It made it no sense because if if he was compelled to give that message, he should have done it to all of them. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, no. We shot one of them, so he should have had it on his t-shirt. Should have had it on his t-shirt. Yeah, like. When the, when you have um, FBI people and undercover there, yeah, or like choose life, FBI. or Frankie choose, like, says, Frankie says relax. relax. Yeah, yeah, all those things. In, in 1987, it might have been United Colours of Benetton, I suppose. I wouldn't have known because I was a goth. You were so, a goth, of uh, course. Black was the only colour I was interested United in. United Colours of Goth. Yeah, black. United Colour of Goth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, unless it was your hair, in which case, different colours applied. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so um, Bond chases after this guy who's nicked a jeep, um, and Bond jumps on the top of this jeep. Of course, the guy in the jeep who's driving it knows Bond's on the roof, and shoots up, and shoots through his legs three times. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, that takes some doing. I think. It's a fu- it's a shit. It's a shit old jeep. Land Rover thing, isn't it? It is like with the cloth cloth roof, like yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but inside uh, this shit old jeep with just a cloth roof, it's full of ammunition. Yeah, it's ram packed with shit ammunition. Ton of ammunition. Yeah, absolutely. It's an unusual thing to take on a training exercise um, as as the defending side, because the jeep was one of the SAS uh, soldiers' jeeps. What's he doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing my usual... It's like the milk round in Gibraltar. They just yeah. drive around, you know, you go around, hello, Mrs. Gomez, what do you need today? Three sticks of dynamite, please, yeah, and some yeah. nitroglycerin, and a yogurt. Yeah, we can have that. Oh, what yogurt we got? Oh, don't worry about the yogurt. Don't worry about yeah. it, just the nitroglycerin and the, and the dynamite, please. Is it all right if I give you your bullets in your head? Uh, <laughs> Too <yeah>. late. <laughs> anyway, James Bond cuts a hole with his knife in the canvas of the lorry. Yeah. And um, does the thing that, you know, you're trained to do, obviously, oh, yeah. which is d- go in first just with his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the guy who has a gun sees Bond's head come through and doesn't think, oh, well, game over, <laughs> film over. Everyone can go home early from this yeah, shit. I'll yeah. shoot him. Yeah. Just goes, oh, right, okay, come on through and fight me then. Yeah. So... Without getting into too much detail about this, there's a scuffle. Yeah. They run through a couple of gates. People shoot at the car uh, with real guns. First pay, uh, with the powdered guns, then real guns. And, <laughs> yeah. then, and then, eventually, the jeep goes off the edge of a cliff. The, um, so the jeep is approaching an actual checkpoint. And the soldiers who are manning the checkpoint shoot it with paintball guns at the start, don't they? They do. Despite the fact that it's obviously posing a real threat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they wait until they smash through the barriers. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we should probably switch to bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's... then they shoot the ammunition in the back of the chief. 
It's presumably what they're thinking is, oh, it's part of the, it's part of the manoeuvre. Yeah. If we shoot paint, paint dust on the screen, they're going to come to a stop. They're going to we'll stop, go, yeah. Ah, oh, chum. The yeah. game's up, chum, you're yeah. done. But no, straight through, and then out with the real guns, out with the real bullets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but anyway, the, the pursuit continues. Bond <laughs> yeah. and this, this uh, nameless, uh, pointless uh, assailant have a scrap. <sighs> yes. And then the jeep goes off the edge. But Bond, crafty that he is, mm. didn't just pack one parachute. No, no, he, oh, had, no. he had two. He had two. I mean, he must have been sweating like a bastard because oh he's, been, he's had two parachutes on him, so he's already got rid of one, but he's still running around with the other one. He did. Yeah, he ran down a hill. He barged past someone most unconvincingly to catch the jeep, to get in the jeep, yeah. to fight in the jeep. The jeep goes off the edge. And he floats down, and suddenly, yeah. whoosh! His second parachute was out. Yeah. The jeep goes in the drink, and he's sailing towards. Would you believe it? A big old yacht. Yeah, with um, a rather glamorous woman on it. Well, yeah, she looked. I thought she looked a bit like Mark Armand. <laughs> um, she was glamorous for the time. She had a look that was very much of the time. I th- I thought. Uh, quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. That's fair. Quite power, dr- power a little bit power. Dr- yeah, she got even though I mean she was in a bikini. She was in, she was in a bikini, but yeah. she had a very strong jawline. Strong jawline, quite quite eighties makeup, short, short hair. hair, and she had a big telephone, a big mobile phone, broad shoulders, broad shoulders, and she was saying, "Cock." The trouble with <laughs> ball bag, <laughs> big moustache, big moustache. It was Tom Selleck. Adam's apple. I'm introducing Tom Selleck. He was a bloke, actually. Yeah, I couldn't Selleck. think of it. He was definitely a bloke, wasn't uh, it? Yeah. But, the, but but she was saying on the phone, she was saying, "Oh, I'm so bored here, Sylvia. Yeah. All that all the only people here are playboys and posers. I wish when I could I, find a real. I could find a real man, and what are the odds? The timing worked out perfectly yeah. for Mark Armand. It did sound like the intro to a gay disco song, didn't it? It did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When are we going to find a real man? Then you'd a have man, a man, family, a man, Yeah, absolutely. Brass section, big four to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I need a man. Anyway, so so anyway, this all started right. Um, Bond lands and says, "I need to use your phone." Takes this woman's phone. Says, "Yeah, She'll call you back." And, and for just for a moment, that one line in the whole film. Now. I think, if I'm right, Timothy Dalton was either born or raised in Ilkston in Derbyshire. Yeah, right. And suddenly his Derbyshire accent came out. For the rest of the film, he was still speaking like James Bond. But he went, she'll call you back. Just briefly. It was really funny. I need to borrow your phone. She'll call you back. <laughs> All right, cop. She'll call you back. Anyway, <laughs> so then uh, he, he calls up the uh, whoever is base, the person. Oh, I forgot to mention that. The guy at the desk in the plane, the yeah. comedy moment when when the um, the backdrops on the plane they all jump out. Of course, yeah. the wind blows all the papers off his desk, and he yeah. goes, "Yeah, oh my anyway, order." Anyway, I presume he's phoned him up, yeah. and he said, "Oh, there's a bit of it of a problem. I'll be back in an hour." Yeah. And then the woman holds up another champagne flute and says, "Yeah, fancy a bit of this, and a bit of the other." Yeah. So he thinks, despite the fact that I've just seen two of my close friends die, uh, yes, I have got time for a shag. Yeah, absolutely. Random stranger. There's nothing, there's no aphrodisiac like watching death. Get your cock out and start fluffing. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the aha theme tune.
Yes, a man, a man. <laughs> I need a man. You see, if we were to, when we do our version of the Living Daylights theme tune, yeah. I think it's gonna be yeah. a proper like Sylvester. Oh yeah, yeah. You make me <laughs> yeah, feel definitely. the Living Daylights. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so um, uh, the, the the credit sequence. I mean, they're all much of a muchness, aren't they? They're all shot through a kind of a water filter lens. How is this guy, though, like a legend who, d- who did all these? Because they're just shit, aren't they? Well, I mean, John Barry co-writes all the theme tunes. So yeah, the music's, f- like, fine. I mean, the work, it wasn't great in this one. Not, not wonderful. But um, the visuals... Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, the visuals are awful. Yeah, they're, like they're, they're awful on the last one. In fact, they've all been awful so far. Um, on the ones that we've watched. The, the best one that we've seen thus far the for me now was Thunderball. I didn't mind Thunderball. I thought <laughs> his Casino Royale was ridiculous. That was, that was absolutely unintentionally hilarious. Um, um, oh, no, no. Skyfall was all right. Skyfall, Skyfall was yeah, all Skyfall right. was good. That was quite good. Yeah. Um, uh, for Your Eyes Only was Bobbins, but this one... Three of only featured Sheena Easton, which was ridiculous. Yeah. This one, I mean, honestly, the budget was, I, I think they'd blown the budget in the pre credit sequence. It was, yeah, shoot it through, just get your camera, uh, take it to a, you know, like a, a fishing sh- tackle shop or whatever, and shoot it through a tank. Yeah, yeah, it did look like um, that. Yeah. And then just shoot it, and, and just through that tank, if you look in the other room of the community centre... There's a gymnastics class going on. So if you could just... Oh, my just God, yeah. Put a coloured filter on your lens, shoot it through the fish tank... Put, the, put the um, the gymnastics that the, the models were doing, and they were just doing gymnastics. They were. They were all like, really like, like a forward roll and yeah, stuff like that. They, they, great, they weren't, right? like, weren't like professional dance no, it, it gymnastics wasn't, or anything. It, it wasn't... Um, there, there wasn't a great... Oh, a tipple tail. There wasn't a great deal of inspiration behind it, was there? It was very much your your first BAGA badge, yeah, wasn't it? The bag of four, and at the very end, uh, just before the the credits uh, uh, finished, suddenly there was a woman who appeared to have been swimming in a large glass of champagne. Yeah. She swam to the surface, put her arms on the edge of the glass, and cocked her head to oh, one side yeah. in a way as to suggest that you could win that large glass of champagne. Yeah, on a game show. She looked coquettish. What would 1987's game show be? Um, the one with Leslie Crowther. The Price is Right. Yeah. Come on right. now, James Bond. Come, Come on, on now. Come on now. Yeah, and you could win like a kitchen mixer or yeah. something. Or a, or a large glass. Or a large in. glass with a woman in it. Yeah, to sit in. Woman optional. Yeah. Yeah. She was disinterested. She really was. Disinterested woman also. She really was, yeah. She she looked, yeah, sloughed off in some ways. She looked paid for, didn't she? <laughs> what are you implying, sir? I mean... Prostituting a glass? No, no. I think she was. She looked like she was doing it in a purely professional capacity rather than for the love of her art. I see. Well, I'm not sure how much you could love being in a glass. Well, you, you give me 500 quid and I'll fucking look like I'm loving it. Oh, really? You'd sell it? Yeah. That woman didn't sell it, did she? No. Okay. No. No way. No Andy, way. That's a, it's a funny gig, isn't it? What, what are you doing today, Sylvia? Well, I've got a gig. I'm doing the James Bond, yeah, James not, Bond credit. Yeah, now. But then, everybody was in a fucking glass. <laughs> weren't they? 
Well, David Blaine loved it. I couldn't move. 44. For, for people in glasses. 44 minutes. Oh, 44 minutes. 44 days. 44, 44 minutes. Almost half. How did he manage? How did he manage? 44 seconds. He was in that class for over class. half an hour. Oh. <laughs> no. But not quite three quarters. Almost. <laughs> Nearly there, David. Nearly there. I set off at one. Uh, by the time I got there, he got out. <laughs> I couldn't get parked. It was all over by the time I got there. <laughs> he was signing pictures at that time when I got David there. David Blaine. Magic. That's magic. Oh, magic. Yeah, Fantastic. don't miss it. Yeah. The mysterious. The, the prince of magic. Oh, God. Mm. Please arrive promptly. Please arrive promptly. <laughs> uh, In order to avoid disappointment. Disappointment guaranteed. So, um, so then, then we um, after the credits, we're in Bratislava at a at a concert recital. Yeah, um, and we feature a man who we we learn is called Saunders, who's watching a concert. Yeah, James Bond joins him. Yeah, they're both wearing tuxedos. Yes, pretty much identical tuxedos. Yeah, which makes the next line. That Saunders says, or the first line in the film, a bit ridiculous. What was it? He says, you're late, Bond. This is not a fancy dress ball. Uh, as if he'd come dressed as a fucking clown yeah, or yeah. a badger or something. Yeah. He, he, he's turned up dressed exactly the same. He's come, at, he's come to a concert hall for a concert recital dressed as if he's going to a concert recital. Yeah, I don't think that, that the message that I got through to the... Uh, Costume department had it. No, because I'm assuming that there was there's some kind of class dynamic there, wasn't there, with this Saunders guy and Bond, which they're, they're supposed to be in there all the way through all of the Bonds. That is slightly not one of the club. Oh, one of the upper echelons. Yeah, of yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Right. But that all falls through when he looks exactly the same. He's dressed exactly he the same as the same. guy that's making yeah, the yeah. insult. Much more if he'd have had like a tie, just like a normal tie. You don't need an egg on it or something. You don't need, no, down. you don't need to have egg. Well, the working you... class aren't covered in food. Well, you're saying Bond is working class. Well, you're saying he's got egg all over him. What, what classes have got egg all over him? Any class can have egg on them. We you about Michelle Platini used to wear egg all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You know this. No, I think I think that uh, just a, a simple addition of a normal tie rather than a bow tie. With egg have, on it. No, fuck the egg. No, <laughs> not the egg. <laughs> that would have solved the problem. Okay, fair enough. So it, it would have looked more like a funeral director. Yeah, just slightly, just got it slightly wrong. Okay, fair That's enough. what you want. Yeah, or Reservoir Dogs, a few years before it came out. Yeah, I mean, looking back on that, they got a lot more wrong in that film, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, let's. We'll we'll do that though. We probably should do it. So we'll we'll revisit that. Yeah. Because I revisited and I was like, "Fucking hell!" I was what an eye opener. Yeah, yeah. It is a. Yeah, yeah, no, we need to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, so he ain't got, he ain't got egg on his tie. Yeah, he's no egg on his tie, which is a shame. Platini would have been disappointed. So Saunders is is um he's there because they are. They are there to facilitate the defection of a of, of a Soviet general, whose name is Karp not Karp Koskov. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Georgi Koskov. Yeah. Uh, now, Georgi Koskov 
played by Jerome Crabbe. Jerome Crabbe, uh, who I'm going to call him Jerome Crabbe because I like to. <laughs> I like it. Well, I'm going to. I'm investing in it. Do you know? What? I'm going for it. I don't even mm. know if it's right, but I'm going for it. Sounds good. We've just watched two hours of England uh, women's football team yeah. play the Spanish, and the commentator <laughs> insisted on pronouncing the name of one of the Spanish defenders who is named Baja Badger. Badger, yeah. Fucking Badger. Badger and al dente. But yeah. Badger. Yeah. Badger. Al dente Badger. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. What, what the, Just right. What are the specials for tonight? Ah, uh, for you tonight. You don't want it sloppy, Badger. You don't want we sloppy have, Badger. Uh, potatoes of the night. We also have al dente Badger. Fucking yeah. Badger. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm, a, I'm... I'm. Tastes like Badger. Tastes like Badger. You're not thinking that though, are you? Is that... Um, oh no, that's Moves Like Jagger. There were different songs, weren't they? Yeah. This really tastes like badger. It really tastes like badger. Okay, moving on. It's quite musical tonight. I think it's quite musical. I need a man. Um, um, yeah. So, um, Dog in the Manger. I want to play that again. I'm not going to. If it was queued up, I wouldn't do it. Dog in the Manger. Dog in the Manger. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they're there to facilitate Koskoff's uh, defection. But Bond has been warned... Bond, Bond is there uh, in his capacity as, as an assassin because there's been a tip that the Soviets, who do not want Koskov to defect, have sent an assassin of their own to take him out if it looks like he's going to get out. Yeah. So, Bond is there to take out the assassin. <sighs> yeah. Which is, you know, I don't mind that so far. I set, the, the, the setup's quite yeah, good. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. A little bit of lack, of lack of tension or chemistry between Saunders and Bond. And then Bond has the most ludicrous gun you've ever seen. The most unwieldy... They, they, they leave yeah. the concert at the interval. It's oh, like it the one end. of those like, really weird ones. You know, like when they have them in the Olympics, isn't it? Where the for some reason there's the... 60 meter air rifle or something and they've got yeah. these bizarre contraptions yeah. that like they look like they've carved from a cloud or something and then they're using them as a gun it was a bit like that it was like all yeah. things attached to it there was so much wood it looked yeah it was a lot of wood it's like a sideboard it, it looked <laughs> like a sideboard an old style music centre it looked yeah. to me like <laughs> like um the kind of thing that you're sent off for. You know, I don't know whether to shoot it or play it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the commercial. And cut. Um, a man. A man. A man. <laughs> I <need> a man. <laughs> a man. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so yeah, so um, uh, the the um, the gun looked like something that when when you had action men as a kid. You used to get those stars, didn't you, on the back of the box? Yeah. You cut off the stars and send off for things like the guard dog. Yeah. Or the, you know, from the quartermaster stores. Yeah. And that gun looked like a special thing you'd send off for. You couldn't yeah. get in the shops because no. it was so fucking ridiculous looking. Yeah. That no gun has ever. Anyway, so Bond's got this rifle. He asks for. Is, is it steel tipped bullets as opposed to? Yeah, because that's what the KGB. Because the KGB would always wear body armor. No, because oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, they, they always yeah, wore body, body armor. armor. So, so you know, he wants he wants it to be a kill shot. Anyway, yeah, he's already noted at the concert a rather attractive cellist. 
Yeah. Which, yes, you yeah. know, Bond with his wandering eye. Yeah. You know, just just recently uh, shagged that woman on the on the yacht. Yeah. Flown to Bratislava. On the way over, got the itch. Probably banged one out in the toilets in the plane. Yeah. Got off the plane. Got there. Still feeling a little bit shag nasty. Had a look. Oh, look at her. There she is. Saunders, give him a handy. Saunders probably did, but resented it. Yeah, it was, the it's part of the job. He needs to just release the tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, then he, he puts the bullets into his gun, looks yeah. down the viewfinder. Who should he oh find? Who should he see? God, it's the cellist, it's isn't the it? It's the fucking cellist. Yeah. Uh, and she's got her own sniper rifle, hasn't she? She is the she is the sniper. Well, Saunders is looking at him. He's he's Bond spotter. He's the spotter, yeah. That's uh, right. And he's got the um, night vision uh, goggles on, hasn't he? Yeah. And he sees the cellist, and he tells Bond to take the shot and uh, and kill her. Uh, but Bond can't kill Fanny because uh, he likes it alive. <laughs> so um, oh he shoots the gun out of her hands, doesn't he? He does exactly what he does. Yes, he, he um, rather than doing a kill shot, he he does he shoots to basically disarm. Yeah, I mean it could have killed her. Fuck yeah, he's using. St- Hollow point bullets or, yeah. or, or the, the ricochet could have gone anywhere. I mean, she could have been blinded, or it yeah. could have taken half her head off, or you know, really gone into a fucking one of her internal organs. Could have done some serious damage. She could have been. She could have well, been dead in a week. Easily lost her hand, and considering that she's a cellist, yeah, that would have been life changing. Whole fucking career, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The compo in that wouldn't have saved her, would it? No, 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 no. no. not no. like that bloke you know lost two of his fingers. Yeah. No. Best thing that ever happened to him. Um, no, that, I mean, he was taking a big risk, but he didn't seem that arsed about it. He was like, yeah, of course, I'm just going to shoot out of her hand. And then but Saunders was furious, wasn't Ooh, he? Oh, absolutely. You're not following orders, Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Fuming. Fucking lightweight. What are you Same doing? Same as like, when he was talking about his tie and shit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't... They didn't um, there was... There was a, Do, they a, lo- Do you think they've been lovers? I, th- I think that uh, one of them... Christmas party... Couple of years before, yeah, there was a fumble in the cupboard. Yeah, because it seemed like way too intense. They for... both went to get that extra bottle of eggnog. Yeah, and then sparks. A little bit of sparks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it all. Yeah, just before the Italian house piano break, they suddenly had to stop. Yeah, and then. And it, but it was never resolved. Never resolved. And Saunders, he's been waiting. And then when Bond turned up, the only thing he could say was, you're late, and it's not a fancy dress ball. Yeah. What he was wanted to say was, I love you, with all um, of my heart. It could, it's because he could smell women on uh, He could smell, he could smell exotic, Mark Armand-looking women. Very broad-shouldered, Adam's apple women. And music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poppers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an it's an odd relationship. It doesn't get any any more normal, does it, between them two? No, not really. Oh, mm, it does. There is a there is an arc to that. In fact, well, yeah, but it's still not normal, is it? It wasn't normal, but there at least was an arc with with a resolve. Yeah, yeah. Which, which we'll get to later, but yeah, I think of of the of all the relationship journeys within the film, that one did have a progression. Whereas all the others are, are like, yes. If, if you imagine yeah. the the journey of his relationship with Koskov, 
or Pushkin or any of those. It's just fucking whatever the plot needs, that's what it is. Yeah. They're friends, they're enemies. They're friends, they're enemies. We don't know. They don't care. They don't like each other. They used to be cousins. Fuck, who knows? Yeah. You know. Uh, whereas this was, yeah, the, from from this sort of weird tension, eggnog, snugging in a cupboard, to mutual sort of respect. <sighs> yeah. You know, tinged with a bit of sadness, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, what came next, Rich? Um, fucked if I know. Oh, okay. Um, he said, uh, y- you've missed, uh, he shouted at him, uh, you've missed the girl with the cello. But it, but it didn't matter because um, Koskoff had, had achieved their objective. Yeah. And Koskoff had got away. So Koskoff, Koskoff goes uh, with James in a car um, and they're going to take him over the border. Yeah, but... But they don't take him over the border in a traditional way. No. They use the Trans-Siberian Pipeline. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so they go to this kind of point in the pipeline where... Um, in Bratislava. Is Q there? Q is there. Um, so they've constructed this kind of pod uh, that, uh, that they, you can put somebody in it, seal them in it, then put them in they've the got, pipeline. They've got oxygen. Yeah. Doesn't look very nice. Oh, no. Terrifying. And then they... Fire them down using the, compressed gas down the pipe to another station that they've yeah. got along the in, pipeline. In no way does it look dangerous. It wouldn't. None of it would fucking work anyway. But well, of would course it? Because, not. Because this this pipeline's supposed to be carrying obviously billions and billions of gallons of oil or liquid gas or yeah, yeah, yeah. some or fuel. It's just fuel, isn't it? And the bit where they put him in, there's nothing there. Yeah. So they put him into this em- seemingly empty tube that nobody's noticed well, is empty. Just give him a bit of a push. Yeah, well, just but give there's him a little bit of a push. There's entire countries that that are, that has been supplied by this this one pipe. Yeah, this is true. And the fa- and there's fact that there's nothing come out of it. Nobody's bothered to go. You you do know that our country hasn't got any fucking gas anymore. Yeah. Nobody's bothered with that. No. Just well, as long as they fire this bloke what, down what the tube. Now, so what I'm what I'm assuming is that. And, and again, even this is fucking ludicrous. But somehow, at great expense, presumably to the taxpayers of Bratislava, yeah. a, a, a little oxbow lake has been built on the edge of the pipe. Right. They can, and there's like points, like on a train track, and they can push, push these little pods in whenever they want. In this strange substation, which is a kind of... Into the... Into whatever the main, fuel, whatever, yeah, absolutely. So he gets fired along with the gas or oil. The, yeah, well, yeah. He didn't come out with any gas or oil in him, though, did he? No, he came out looking very shocked and a bit tired. Yeah, he did, but yeah. It, it looked like he'd been. The idea being, he travelled at the speed of gas, which is <laughs> fucking <laughs> ridiculous. <I> mean, unusual. <laughs> um, but in order. In order to... Um, it was utterly fucking pointless, wasn't it? It was... Well, I mean, we'll get to the... Even, even worse than that. In order to um, get this guy fired down the pipe in the first place, mm. there had to be a distraction. Now, luckily for Bond, an uh, Eastern European woman uh, who worked at the power station... Oh, fucking uh, Played hell, by Julie yeah. T. Wallace. Um, uh, and wearing... Wearing a, a, a set of overalls with, like odd with job from Carry On Screaming, but the, <laughs> odd bod, odd bod. But they were like um, they, had, they they were like merch, mm. you know, a Trans Siberian pipe thing on the back. They're like yeah, uh, uh, no, who designed that? 
Go team. Yeah, <laughs> British British costume designers on a budget design. Now. Yeah. No Cyrillic alphabet. Just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so the kind of thing you'd see a really cheap F1 pit crew wearing. You know, like the, the teams that aren't going to win. In us. the 60s. In the 60s, yeah. Yeah. Great. So anyway, um, in order to keep the supervisor or, yeah. or whoever was on duty occupied, yeah. Julie T. Wallace's Only character... Only one person. Yeah, only one Trans-Siberian person. Trans-Siberian yeah, pipeline. One person is is overlooking everything. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. night. Yeah, all night. And and, and Julie T. Wallace goes in, unzips her overall. Yeah. Shows her a bit of cleavage and and, and she doesn't show just a bit. There's a big old cleavage going on. A big on old there. cleavage, and then pulls his head into the cleavage. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Um. And all, but while while she's doing that, then the. Needles on the gauges are like going up to a hundred, aren't they? Which is what he said. When it gets to a hundred, pull the lever. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which is where the gas pipe switches, and that's when all the fuel goes into the pipe. Yeah. And woof, off he goes. Uh, but he, he comes out of her cleavage occasionally, like looking dazed and checking his head, and then she just pulls him back in again, yeah. didn't she? And then when it's all done, she just pulls him out and then zips up her top and says, and says "I'm not that, I'm kind, not that of girl. kind of girl." Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, those were different times, weren't they? When when it was like, oh, yeah, God, wouldn't it be brilliant if I was just crammed into somebody's chest for, like, a bit and I couldn't breathe or anything? Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And and it was quite aggressive. Oh, so thrills. Brilliant. So decadent. It's almost like being in the West. I mean, there was no build-up to it, was there? She didn't try and seduce him. She just literally unzipped her front and then, like, Grabbed his head and then shoved it right into a. This cleavage. is what we like, comrade. It was it was poor. It was, yeah, yeah, it was when it was really basic. It was anyway. So that happened, uh, and Koskov is out. Whoosh up the pipe and out the other end. Yeah, um, um, and that was uh, and and that was uh, that was that. Um, and then he gets out of the pipe and then they put him for some reason they put him in a Harrier jump jet. Yeah, they do. And then fly him off the top of a building. Yeah. Um, and they take him uh, to Austria. It was it. Well, no, I think he. I think he came to Austria in the pipe. How fast is anyone's guess? Because they, then eventually he flew him back to England to that to that um, safe house, which is like a fucking mansion. Oh yeah. Uh, where he's going to give them information. Yeah. Now Bond uh, is meeting Q. Should be said that like when like in the film. They don't put any real uh, prominence to what information this guy's got, do they? Oh, God, no. There's no, like, oh, this is the information that he's got. He's, it's a very particular lot of information, and we want it. It's more like he's just generally got a lot of information, and he's quite important. Yeah. So we need to get him for reasons that we're just really not going to go into at any point. Oh, yeah. The, the, I mean... The... It's like it's like with the with using the pipeline and the Harrier jet... They're essentially shoving our faces into their breasts so we don't get distracted by the fact that there's no plot to this bit. Yes, th- th- that whole part of the film was Julie T. Wallace's tits. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we were the Russian supervisor. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we just came out when he, he would, he'd arrived at this stately home. Pretty much, pretty much. Going, oh, we'll yeah, speak, I mean, the, 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 depth, the depth of story and plot, I mean, it's barely beyond the meniscus. We are, we are just literally on, this, on the very surface, aren't we? Anyway, yeah. for reasons, we've got him. He's come out, he's defected. He's yeah. over. 
And yes. uh, Bond has gone... No, no, first, sorry, I beg your pardon. Bond's gone to see Q first, and he meets Moneypenny, who is, for the first a time, new person. played by Caroline Bliss. Yeah. Who I think only got to play Moneypenny twice. Mm. Uh, because when uh, when Bond was rebooted in 1995 for Pierce Brosnan, it was Samantha Bond. So yeah. So Caroline Bliss was only Money Penny twice. Um, fairly large 1980 spectacles. She went for as a character choice. Sure. Yeah. Sexy secretary. Sexy secretary. Look. Yeah. Uh, and she she offered to um, uh, invite Bond back to listen to her Barry Manilow records. Yeah. After a very poor ghetto blaster joke. Oh my god, yeah, where they're doing the gadgets and then there's a guy who's got, uh, he's, suppo- he's supposed to be holding a ghetto blaster on his shoulder like we did back in the day. I didn't, obviously, because I was a goth. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Um, <laughs> but you had a raven, didn't you? Yeah, I did have a raven, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah or some COVID, I'm not sure. Never did. No, it was, it was a raven, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so he's holding a ghetto blaster. Is it a at- tuneful raven? Was it like humming little tunes into your ear or pecking pecking rhythms like mission rhythms or um it just did the um the drum line from Bella Lugosi's Dead all the time oh perfect that's that's, that's what I'd hope for it's meditative after a while um so there's a guy in the in the lab and he's holding a ghetto blaster on his shoulder and he turns round and he presses a button as like a play or record for what the tape recorder thing is, and then a barrel of a gun comes out, and he or, a rocket, a rocket yes, yeah, a rocket launcher, and he shoots a, a mannequin, but it's a big fat mannequin, isn't it? For no reason whatsoever. Whether yeah. it's like we're going to need a bigger target because I'm not a very good aim with this ghetto blaster. It is the it is. Well, it's a big fat bloke. Yeah, it's like a fat bloke model. Yeah, kind of like they got it because they've been modelling costumes on it. And you know they went. Oh, we haven't got anything to fire it at. We haven't ordered enough they didn't, dummies with this. They scene. didn't even like. Um, it wasn't like a modelled on like a fat villain as like an in joke, was it? Oh, you're just a fat man. It was just a fat bloke. Any fat man. So yeah. anyway, then then uh, Q said, a Q man, says, a man, a big fat man. Thank you. Then Q says, do you like it, Bond? We call it our ghetto blaster, which isn't a joke because that's what they're yeah, called. Yeah, 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 that's literally what it was called. I, and I really wanted Bond to pick you up on that and say, no, Q, your pun game's just gone. Yeah, yeah, you, you, all you've just done is just change the emphasis on the yeah. words. Yeah. Fucking rubbish. Yeah, it was it was bad. Anyway, then then that's when uh, um, Money Penny says, do you like music, Bond? Yeah. Maybe you could... I, and she takes her glasses off and says, "Yeah, you could come to my place and I could play some Barry Manilow records. Yeah. What does Bond do then? He puts the glasses back on. But he puts them on all wonky. He doesn't yeah. put them on both ears. Misses her ears, Misses her ears, as if that's the normal thing to do. Or does he say something? No, just just but just to make up for the fact that he missed her ears, he smacks a bomb twice. <gasps> yes, he does. <laughs> you yeah. don't see this, you just hear the... the, the the, um, yeah. the the friendly 1980s pat of someone's ass, and she goes ah, like, yeah. "Oh, how nice to be spanked and demeaned and somehow objectified in that way by dear yeah. old James, the fucking old misogynist cockend." Yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny scene. It is a funny scene, but it's only there because she says, "You need to go. We've had a call. M wants you." <clears throat> You've got to go to 
uh, this safe house out in the rural fucking Kent or Buckinghamshire, wherever yeah, it is. Yeah, posh Don't, land. Yeah, that's where they've got Koskov, and he's ready to spill the guts on a bloke called Pushkin. So you've got yeah. to go there because <clears throat> it's time to find out what the next part of the film's going to be. Just, she just, might as well hold up a piece of card with plot. Oh yeah, there's just so it. much exposition. Um, just on 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 Bond and the women in the film in general. Mm. Um, he's very Dalton is very unconvincing as Shagger Bond, isn't he? <laughs> that whole part of. Bond's personality that they've tried to crowbar in with somebody who's totally different yeah. just doesn't work with him, does now, it? I read something about this at the time. Um, because of the, um, you know, we're talking about 1987 and um, AIDS was very much uh, a, a, a global concern at this point. You know, it been around for a few years and, and it was a bit of a global concern. And safe sex was the big the big thing, the big watchword, and I, I believe Dalton himself was uncomfortable with it, but they wanted a smoother transition character-wise between what Roger Moore was, which was basically stick my dick in out. No. No. Well, no, because he said no to Baby Dal. Yeah, he did, but he fucking six years later, in View to a Kill, uh, sorry, five years later, when he was five years older... He was shagging Tanya Roberts. Come on, mate. He had five years built up, didn't he? He was exploding out of him. Well, that justifies it, does it? It's, the point his is... His ball bag was massive. <laughs> it could have gone off at any point and it just had to go off with her. Yeah, but that's just an old man, isn't it? Yeah. Just swinging there. Yeah. Swinging yeah. there like a sparring. Have you up a kilt, that film? Anyway, no, the point, the point is... The point is... I think that they were... They were trying to find a different tone, but they still kept some of it in there, which yeah. is why I think I, I don't think Dalton was comfortable selling that side of the character. And all those smug sort of I'm a I'm a cocky in this film, there's two things, right? One is for me, Timothy Dalton is not as good a bond as I remember him being. No. But the other thing is, he's he's far better at the serious stuff than he is. He's, he is only good at that stuff because the lighter stuff he's fucking terrible at because oh, he clearly yeah. doesn't like doing it. Yeah. So. It's funny because I've seen him. I've seen him in in stuff, and he is. He can be a good comedic actor, but oh, that I don't. He doesn't play it at all. No. Well. No. It's very odd. It gets just gets lost in no man's land as to what he's supposed to be trying to. The feeling he's trying, supposed to be trying to put across, um, but like you know, like he landed on the he landed on the boat and he's like, oh right, right well, I've got, of course, I've got time to stay on the boat yeah, with I'll, you. I'll, yeah, I'll give it, make it two hours, make it two hours. So I mean, it's obvious, it's obviously the insinuation is that he's gonna have a sex. He's gonna have a ha, have a sex. Have a sex. <laughs> Have a sex. <laughs> That's fucking. That, is that how you used to describe it in nineteen eighty seven? This is this is why I never this is why I never did very well with the Would you the like to uh, have a sex? I would like to have a sex with you. <laughs> would you like to have a sex with me? Where are you going? No no come back. Having a sex is good. I'm told it's fun. Oh okay. Another time. Have a sex. Let's have a sex. Have a sex. 
<laughs> it might be nice. Now, so so Bond's got to go. He's got to go to this large manor house. But before we get to the manor house, we just see a milkman. Just a, just a friendly old milkman. This is supposed to be a safe a, a safe house. An unobtrusive, low-key, low key, safe yeah, house yeah. that people Subtle, aren't going to... It's not going to arouse blend, any suspicion. Yeah, lots of lots of traffic. Yeah, It's not like there's only one way in and one way out yeah. on the road. Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly what this is. It's a big fucking stately home. with one road in and a big checkpoint. Yeah. And everybody in the area would go, what's going on up there in that house? Yeah, absolutely. It, <laughs> it, is, it is a... It, it, it is a, a very obtrusive oh, yeah. house. It, yeah. it, it makes a statement. Mm. You know, secret it's things. Secret anyway, things. But before we get to secret things, we are just in a leafy suburb somewhere uh, outside of the, the, the corridors of power in London. And a milkman is doing his rounds when he's suddenly pulled into a bush and strangled. By a jogger. By a jogger. And he's strangled by the headphone cable. That's right. But it turns out his name is Necros. Necros. Now, Necros, um, a very striking-looking man, uh, with slightly prominent front teeth, but but quite a striking-looking man. Uh, Looks a little bit like the woman who was on the boat. Yeah, I suppose he does, in, in some way. In fact, if you were get, like... The action figures. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'd be the Barbie and Ken of this yeah, film, wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Them two, you know. Broad shoulders. Broad shoulders. Adam's apple. Athletic. Yeah, very much so. Prominent labia. No. Uh, <laughs> cock balls. Yeah. Anyway, I can't remember we, what we're we, talking about now. Well, yeah, you've got... Do you want to have a sex? I need a man. Man. I need a man. Yeah, and so on. Anyway, um... So strangled, uh, the milkman is, yeah. and uh, the oops, Yoda said that. But strangled, the milkman is, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then different franchise, different film altogether. Um, and then um, uh, Necros takes the strangling mil- the milkman sounds like such a euphemism. <laughs> it really does. What are you doing up there? Come down for your tea. I was strangling the milkman. My mum shouted me down. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was about to make another delivery. Oh, God. Two pints and a yoghurt. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, up. my God. Anyway. Um, so, so meanwhile, Bond has got to... Um, he, he's got to this stately home. And for some reason, he's taken Koskoff um, a hamper from Harrods with... With with um, Bollinger in it and yeah. and, um, uh, and was it Bollinger? It was some champagne. Yeah, I can't remember. Was a, they was got a credit at the end, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was Bollinger. Yeah, and it had got um, caviar in there, and he went, "Ah, oh, peasant food, ah," oh. and he was like indulging. It was that classic, "I'm a Russian, I'm indulging yeah. in the decadent ways of the free West." He's a fucking dick, isn't he? Jeroen Krabber played it. Jeroen Krabber. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad you've got into it as well. Never say badger. Fucking Aldente badger. Jeroen. Jeroen Krabber. Jeroen Krabber. Uh, always plays a baddie. Fucking Jeroen Krabber's in film. Jeroen Krabber. Then, yeah, you know he's going to be a baddie. Yeah, he's got. He's kind of like um, a slimy, isn't he? He's, yeah. European scheme hatching motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That's who he is. Tries to shag your wife. Here he is. Don't yeah. you? 
when he turned up in The Fugitive, sorry to spoil The Fugitive for you, he's the oh. fucking baddie in it. He turns up, oh, Richard Kimball, you're my friend. Hello, I can help you, Richard. You go, yeah, you fucking, you're a cunt, you are. You're, you're evil. You're the bad guy. I haven't seen The Fugitive yet. Tough shit. You've, I've ruined it for you. Good. Good. I don't care. I don't care. It's actually not bad, The Fugitive. I didn't mind it. Except yeah. for and Well, when I worked in, in um, Blockbusters, it was a big hit. Was the Fugitive, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of copies of The Fugitive. Yeah, yeah. I ended up buying an ex-rental copy Did of you? The Fugitive, yeah. I loved ex-rental copies, a slightly bigger box. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, um, we'll talk about those days. We'll reminisce about those days another time. No, like a bigger box. Everyone likes a big box. Uh, so, <laughs> I need a man. Uh, yeah, so... Um, so he, he's having this conversation and he and he says, now Pushkin, Pushkin is your main uh, villain. Pushkin, is, uh, and he says something about, Pushkin um, advocates a, 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 a group called Sp- Spioni, anyway, it's a fucking two word Russian phrase which means no more spies. Is that right? Is it no more spies? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Spioni, sp- whatever. Yeah. Anyway. And it's from Stalin. Yes. Something, something to do with this. Anyway, they, they say Pushkin is a hardline Stalinist, a, a, re, a real Soviet hero, and 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 he's the he's the fucking guy uh, who's who's the who's the bad guy. Now M says, eh, I always thought he was a bit of a moderate, but fair enough. Anyway, Lado- so, sorry, is is Pushkin the? The like the yellow one with the black tips on the ears, and it's got like an electric power. Um, and I think he's the one who looks a bit like a rhino. Oh, yeah, he's that one. Got to catch him all. I don't. I don't know really know Pokemon. That no, one. I know the Pushkin. He but does sound like that, doesn't he? He is one of the main ones, isn't he? Yeah, played by John Reese Davies. Um, yeah, he's he's the Pokemon that, that looks like John Reese Davies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he just appears in the Central Park and stuff like that, doesn't he? And then people go mental. Yeah, that's and right. You have to rush and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that game, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so. Um, Sorry, Pushkin. Pushkin, yeah. He makes a real big deal about going, oh, he's really awful, this bloke. Oh, my God. he's. Re- you should not like him. The trouble is. Don't like this guy. Because. Because you know it's Jeroen Krabbe, yeah. and Jeroen Krabbe always plays a villain. You go, all right, so he's going to be all right then, Pushkin, really. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking twist to this, because no. you're so fucking oily. And even if you'd never seen Jeroen Krabbe before, you'd go, Jeroen Krabbe, you're playing a baddie. Koskov, you're a twat yeah. and a liar. Anyway, he is. But at this point, he says, now, he's going to be in Tangier in two days' time. Bond, yeah. you need to go to fucking Tangier. We've we've signed a kill order for you. You'll yeah. kill this yoke. Um, and that's yeah. and that's what you've got to do. Oh no! Does the does the kill order? No, the kill order comes after, doesn't it? They don't sign the kill order straight away because what happens next is Bond fucks off. They leave. They leave. Yeah. Um. But in yeah. the meantime, the milkman. The milkman, but it's actually the jogger, which is Necros. Yeah. I can't remember which kind of Pokemon Go he is, but he's he's one of them. <laughs> anyway uh, 
so yeah, so he so he turns up. He does dressed as a milkman. Dressed as a milkman, driving the milk cart at the gate again t- to a safe house, which is not particularly subtle. And there's one guard yeah. who goes, "Where's the normal fella?" Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got he's, the flu. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's fine then. That seems legit. So I'll just let me search in, then you can go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There is no um forms of ID. Uh, needed at non- this point is there non- there's no like right well you're going to need to offer your security pass uh, photographic evidence nope. biometrics no no he's got an apron on he's, he's just driving a milk he's got an apron float. on he's driving a milk float yeah that's it and he's, he's not the normal bloke ah the 80s and they're just they're just pat him down and then send him on his way in you come yeah yeah Never mind biometric scanning or any kind no, of cross referencing no, no. no algorithms nah so he get he are get, you selling yogurts in you come. He, he gets in there and far from strangling the milkman, he's the milkman strangler, isn't he? He's, he's using his headphones. Yeah, there must be he's... good headphones then. Yeah, better than the ones I had at that, mate, that same absolutely. time. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Them, they were always popping out of the always. Uh, things and then ru- getting ruined. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not these. Not these, no. no they're no. like cable, aren't they? Deadly fucking Soviet headphones. Uh, yeah. Mental last for strangulation purposes. Well, those sound shit, but they last a thousand oh, years. You don't want to listen to this rubbish anyway. Just put him in ears, then strangle with them. Yes, yes. Very good. Listen to this. Men, a man. I need the man, I need the man. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to happy music. <laughs> and then you want to kill yourself. Yes, beautiful. This is music of free rest. Too decadent for us. <laughs> Don't put this on. Use, wo- use wire for strangle. Strangle peoples. Kill. Anyway, kill all gay peoples. So so he kills the uh, he kills a kitchen porter or is he a chef? But the fight in the kitchen. Oh is, my god! It goes on for ages as well, doesn't it? With with a security guard who sees him. This is brilliant. The security guard sees him and and, and radios and says something like, uh, "Danger area four or says yeah. area four, but and the guy in the other end he keeps seeing him going, "Oh hello, area four, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what is it? Go on then, what is it? Go ahead. He might as well be going, yeah, it's two beef." One ham and tomato and an egg. No, yeah, he's not in the least Hello? bit bothered. Two beef, one <laughs> ham and tomato and an egg. This is the sandwich call, is it? I don't know. Colin, Colin. I'm trying to get to God. Two beef. Yeah. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's not not. Meanwhile, they're, they're having a fight in a kitchen which involves an electric carving knife uh, at one yeah. point. But it's so, not. It's not um, like now. It would be a, a cordless yeah, electric carving knife. This one's pl- plugged in, plugged. and so the main area of jeopardy is whether the man can unhook it from the plug socket with his foot, which he does after about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. and then and then there's there's people they, they hit each other with pans. And yeah, it becomes a little uh, bit pushing looney- each other on a grill. Yeah, it becomes a little bit Looney Tunes. I thought it was. It's a yeah, there's bit- a lot of bang, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, you yeah. can almost imagine tweeting birds when when one yeah, of them finally yeah, yeah. collapses. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so finally, he gets the better of him. He does, and and picks up the phone. Yeah, puts in the sandwich order. Yeah, but also says, by the way, um, this is <laughs> yeah. used for. There's a gas leak. And also, probably things blowing up. And also, <laughs> anything I can think of that you'd be surprised by. Don't be surprised by them, because they're about to happen. Thank you. Out. Yeah. 
Yeah, now, so he says that there's a... Uh, there appears to be a gas leak. We need to evacuate everybody from the building. And then signs off. Now, the guy at the other end doesn't go, fuck, oh, I need to hit the alarm. Yeah. He just goes, oh, right. Well, that that will explain any yeah. funny noises and yeah, things that I see. That's our sandwich run, fucked. Colin, you can kill pills, will you? <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen that fucking milkman for a while. Yeah, bloody milkman. Wonder if he has got any sandwiches on him. Absolutely, he might do. When he comes back out, see if he's. I'm going to get a bottle of orange. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, if they've got, if they've got milkman's pop on there. Oh yeah, he'll have bread, won't he? I'm sure he'll have some bread and eggs. Then we're sorted, aren't we? Yeah. Bread and eggs. We'll yeah. his own egg butter. Yeah. Well, we'll just wait for him to come round. Just wait for him to come back. Yeah. Did you get his name? Necros. Funny name, that, isn't it? Necros. <laughs> was he Greek? Didn't look Greek, did he? Yeah, he was the uh, Greek god of shagging dead people, wasn't he? Ah, it? yeah, yeah. There you go. He was very blonde. He's an albino Greek. He's one of them well-known albino Greeks. Wow. Yeah. They sound like a band. That was albino Greek. He looked like a swimming woman. Didn't he? You look like a swimming woman. Like an Olympic swimming woman. <laughs> he had that kind of V shape, didn't he? <laughs> Powerful, lean, <laughs> aquiline. Slip through the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> Not hair on his body. Not a hair on his body. Necros. Necros. <laughs> hey, I'm Necros. You haven't got any eggs on that milk float, have you? Do you think he made his getaway on the milk float? Because you never saw him make his getaway, did you? You saw all these shit things blow up. <laughs> oh no, did he, he, he went. He got away on the in the ambulance, didn't he? Of course he did. He got chased. He did in the, in the air ambulance, which is a damn shame. It would have been amazing if he'd got away in his milk. I think they missed for like four, four mile an hour. There, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Cheerio then. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> You'll never take me alive, copper. Got away with this, baby. <laughs> Fucking hell, he's running for it. <laughs> <laughs> I had it up to four point two. So they they they've done all a load of dodgy signalling, and an air ambulance comes to take people away. And Necros disguises himself as a medic, a yeah. doctor by keeping his milkman's white coat on and putting a stethoscope on. Yeah, he's taking his apron off as well. He's left that in the kitchens. I thought he had that on. Well, his blue yeah, and white striped apron. Oh, his apron. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been an interesting look, wouldn't it? Would, his would. blue and white striped apron and the stethoscope. <laughs> I'm a medical it's milkman. <laughs> I don't know whether, band's name. I don't know whether he would, he would deal with medical issues that arrive from drinking milk. <laughs> or he looks after cows. He's <laughs> more animal husband, really, let's be honest. <laughs> the medical milkman. Yes. He's the medical milkman would is the kind of thing that would be on ITV on a Sunday night. The medical milkman it is yeah. it's, it would be the ITV it, the, 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 in direct competition with all creatures great and small. Yeah. <laughs> Robson uh, Robson Green would be in bob, 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 bob. and Bill Maynard, the medical milkman. <laughs> Bill Maynard is the medical milkman. All right, medical milkman. All right, how do? Siegfried. Cows are playing up. <laughs> hey, I'll phone our Necros. Hey, up, Necros! Oh, gas again. Oh. Um, yeah, so the, the air ambulance comes yeah. and they put Kosov, Koskov in it um, and he's kind of drugged up, isn't he? They've got a mask on him. Yeah. Um, 
So they, he's had a lot of time old cough drop they, because he's he's, they, they, <laughs> he's high on drugs and and booze and he's been in that tube caviar. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's not doing bad, is he? I don't suppose he is. No, that's true. That's true. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so <clears throat> they take him away, and then it's Bond who's uh, they're all st- him and him and M going. We've only had him thirty six hours, and we've yeah, got, we've, we've lost, lost him. him. Yeah. Uh, or three days, or, or, or some an arbitrary amount of time. I don't know what it said how long we've had him. We've only had him three working days. <laughs> we've had him as long as David Blaine within that glass, that glass. Thirty six minutes. Forty four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So then they've got to. So he says, um, "There's the kill order." Um, and um, the kill order is. Oh yeah, that was the other thing as well. Sorry, just before. Oh, go on. What? What you got? There was exploding milk. Yeah, there was exploding milk. Of course, there was. Yeah. <laughs> so the the, the Where milk, the fuck did he the, get that the, from? The milk that he brought in wasn't actually milk. It was exploding bottles milk. of explosives. Yeah. So that would mean either <laughs> the KGB have a way to infiltrate United Dairies, or yeah. That milkman was up to no good fucking anyway. I mean that that was some forward planning. Yeah. To I, get I agree. to get to replace milk bottles with exploding milk bottles. You're think, not gonna do that. You're not gonna turn around that in a day, are you? Well, you imagine if them if the mission had been like, let's say, Necros had been held upon Ring Road and that milkman had done his regular round and fucking Dory fucking Dory hell, yeah. number seven had yeah. gone vaporised. <laughs> Fucking hell. Totally vaporised. Did you want another coffee, Malcolm? Poof! Just a pink mist at the front door. Absolutely gone. Mm. Yeah. He's going to think that, like, a milkshake's just (laughs) exploded. Strawberry milkshake. But actually, no. It's... A pair of smoking flip-flops and the smell of meat all up his hallway. Yeah. Fuck's happening, Maureen? Yeah. Doreen! Whatever your name is. What do they call him? (laughs) Oh, Doreen. Doreen! Yeah. I don't think it matters now, does it? No, she's gone. No, he can he can get his true self out. I need a man. <laughs> Malcolm, that fucking exploding milk. I've been waiting for fucking months to get that exploding milk. So you're thinking that you're thinking that Malcolm's hired the milkman <laughs> to kill him. Oh, yeah, milkman was up to so no anyway. He can't go and live his gay life this time. I think that milkman was up, milkman was up to no anyway. This has turned into some kind of pride initiated massacre. <laughs> the necros is actually foiled. Yeah. Fuck necros. Yeah. Fucking homophobe. Dickhead. Yeah. Outrageous. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, where were we? Um, yeah, Bo- so, Bond, so Bond meets with no, no, no. Before, before he flies off, before he flies off. Oh. So, so um, old uh, Necros has got Koskoff and and then another bloke in the room. Yeah, and he says, "Right, you fuckers, I'm going to take you back to Moscow. You come on, oh, get in yeah, this air yeah. ambulance. Yeah, right, and you keep your fucking trap shut because." You you legitimise this whole look. You you look like a doctor, so you're coming with me. Come on. So they go out, and then they they load this guy helps uh, Necros load oh, yeah. Koskov onto helicopter. Yeah. And then they just fucking just fuck leave him. him. Off. Yeah, he's fuck him off. Yeah. And that's you know they could have managed without him. When you consider 
that this is the head of British intelligence. Mm. Yeah, you're not going to tell anybody that we just did this, are you? Cross your heart. Promise. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Yeah. Okay, pinky swear. That's fine. Then. You can't break a pinky swear. You don't get Christmas presents. I mean, they've, they're really lax on on the information that they've got anyway, aren't they? I mean, they were lax to let him go. Yeah, yeah. They were right. They didn't only have him for like 36 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, 44 minutes. And then the exploding milk bottle man came and just took him away. Yeah. Um, and But all along, it's like, well, he's got this information. Well, should we ask him about it? Well, we'll give him some booze at first and, yeah. and some caviar and let him settle down. And yeah. then he can start talking. Not like... You better start fucking talking now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, let's 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 be honest. You know, the, the technology that MI6 have at their disposal to find out who this fucking Necros is. You know, in the previous film that we watched, which is seven years earlier, so the technology is only going to get better. Yeah. Involved the infograph, or whatever it was called, the fucking facial recognition <laughs> yeah. software thing. So come on. I mean, he's dropped an absolute bollock, this lad, but. We've also forgotten something else, which I never quite understood at that moment. You wrote it down as well. That at the, during the scene where um, Koskoff is talking about Pushkin, at one point he suddenly got a shoe on his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We never found that out. <clears throat> never found it Just out. pulled it out, didn't he? Suddenly got a shoe on his table, yeah. And he had a shoe on his hand, but he was using it. As a point of emphasis. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Like, this is, you know, you'll be crushed under Pushkin's shoe. shoe yeah. but, which was never said in the film. That, no, that's, you know, no. that, that's our own dialogue added. But it, it was a very unusual... Anyway, so that was... Just wanted to... Because I made a note of it, I thought we'd mention it. So, it was as if he knew that they were being bugged and he wanted to, he wanted to tell him that he was going to get crushed underneath the shoe. But he couldn't say it out loud because he knew that it was been recorded. Yeah. So it's gonna get you know you're gonna get crushed underneath the and then he just <laughs> shows him the shoe on his hand. Could have been that. It could have been that. He didn't want to keep it on his foot. No. In was, case the message was lost. It was ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, it was. So now, <clears throat> so then then we had um, right. You've got to go and uh, kill Pushkin. Uh, this is what this is what uh, M gives him a file and says the kill order has been approved. You've got to kill Pushkin. He does. He asks him to take some leave. No, no, no. That happens in a minute because Bond says uh, basically Bond basically says yeah, but uh, what about that cellist? I want to fuck her. So can I can, <laughs> I can I go get her from Bratislava and bring her back because I I don't think she was quite yeah. what you think she was because mm. hasn't he found out by this point that the gun were firing. Blanks. Blanks. Or didn't, didn't he know that yet? He doesn't know that yet. Oh, I don't know. No, he doesn't yet. No, no. He, he, he doesn't. Anyway, he basically says, I want to fuck that cellist. So can I go back there? <clears throat> and he says, uh, M says, no, you can't. Tell you what, go take some leave and I'll put 008 on it. Yeah. And and obviously that's an absolute fucking 008. He's, 008. He's clearly a fucking bellend. We're not having that. Yeah. Fucking 008. What a fucking He's homophobic as well. Who 008 is? Yeah. He doesn't dance to that tune, does he? No. No. Um, That's Roger Whittaker, that bloke. So... That's who he likes. Oh, uh, I thought you meant 
Roger Whittaker was like some famous homophobe. <laughs> no, he likes Roger Whittaker. But he's like, that's well, who they all like rallied Roger behind. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, know. <laughs> I'm gonna if you don't like gays, let, we're all going around to Roger Whittaker's house on Wednesday. I'm going to leave old Durham town. Because it's of the gays. gays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway. So, um, so he says, Do you want to take leave? Yeah, take no. leave. No, and he goes, oh, Basically, it's all right, then that's fair enough. But I'll tell you what, yeah, go, on, go and see Q again, and they'll give you some gadgets. And the gadgets are a key ring that has a bit a whiff of gas in it if you whistle the first three notes of Rule Britannia. Or is it the first line? It's yeah. the first line, isn't it? Yeah. So, But it also does something else, which is it blows up. <laughs> yeah. If you whistle uh, a, do a wolf, wolf whistle. whistle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He also gets... Um, I've got down here about him getting a, a key ring that it can open any key yeah. in the world. No, it's... it's 90%. It can, 90% of all locks. 90% of all locks, Which yeah. is fucking brilliant. That's the kind of... That's the kind of... Um, kills 99% of no yeah. germs. <laughs> yeah. 90% of 90%. all locks. Yeah. So there's a there's a 1 in 10 chance that you're fucked. But, and also, <laughs> what's the test range on that? How long have they done that? Have they tested all the world's locks? I mean, they clearly haven't because it's really small, isn't it? But also, it looked... It, it Unless they just mean... It wants a chub key. Anything quite big, we're counting in the 10%. It wants a chub key, wasn't it? It were, an, no. it were a Yale if it were out. And it looked a bit fat for a Yale, to be honest. So I don't know quite... Anyway, mm. it was never called upon in this film. That They never used it, did they? No, no. And there was an instance where... It could, it should have been used, yeah. but they chose it not to It could have come in handy, but no. Yes. You know, but anyway, so so he, what he got a fucking waste. He got those. He got his the ninety percent of the world's locks. Oh, and those those things that he had that had that would give either give off a gas or would explode. Yeah, they looked like little fart machines, didn't they? <laughs> those like hidden fart machines. <laughs> yeah, they did. Cheap. I tell you where you yeah. get one of them. Never mind, get them off queue. When you go down penny shubs at the seafront, yeah, that's you put enough two peas in one of the penny shub machines, that'll fall out as well as you know sixty eight pence. Yeah, or like if you're doing Grand National and you're throwing the ball up it's the thing, exactly the same you, thing. If you win, then you, you could go. Go, yeah, they go. Oh yeah, and you got. Oh well, I'm definitely having the hidden fart machine. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Fantastic. Totally, and then it, then you get it and realise that the batteries have been left in it and it was already corroded. Yeah, fucking rubbish. Please fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, and you only really went in there for <coughs> the music. Anyway, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you mean man, a man, I need a man. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm gonna have to make that now. Yeah, I know. Uh, so um, then we have oh, the ch- the cellist is in the paper because she's hurt her arm. <laughs> oh yeah, Money Penny is asked to do she's some in, research. She's in like the national newspaper. Because oh, because oh, that's why um, Bond has said to M the assassin that the KGB sent was a woman 
Yeah. Will you look for her? And he's looked and they've looked and they've, they've found a few female assassins of the KGB into her. Yeah. And so Bond's gone to Money Penny. Tell you what, he's also a cellist. <laughs> yeah. Would you instead look for female cellists in the She's not just a cellist, she's like a concert level cellist. Yeah. And she's playing for one of the big orchestras. Yeah. I don't know if that helps you in your search. Might do, might not. But, you Does know, that help you narrow it down? <laughs> Concert cellist. I'm guessing that there's lots of concert level cellist assassins. At the, but, the um, we'll give it a go. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. We know this kind of information is in its infancy or this yeah. technology. But, but yeah. uh, anyway, Look but on sure, Facebook. But Somebody sure enough, she finds yeah, yeah. an article. There's an article in the paper that says that she's hurt her arm and she won't be able to perform in the next two concerts. Yeah. But she'll be back for. Another one that they specified, that they managed to specify. Absolutely, yeah. But it's so, so, what yes, fucking but... paper is it? This cellist news? It must be. Because yeah. what other newspaper would be interested in that? And it's uh, the article, it's quite a big, it's, you know, clearly it's, it, it popped it's up. It's like on half the a page. Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. And the, the with picture. a picture of the her, picture, yeah. 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 Cellist hurts arm. Cellist hurts arm, yeah. Yeah. With an arrow pointing to which arm. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that you get on a local newspaper with fuck all that. It's what Thorn Times. Um, yeah, but it would have been um, it would have been a picture of the cellist um, holding her arm up and then pointing to yeah, it. yeah, with a sad face. A sad yeah, face yeah, face. yeah, yeah. I mean, some of my favourite local headlines um, in the Leicester Mercury: Cyril the ferret escapes. Was a headline with that fucking front page news. Yeah. I don't know whether Cyril the ferret was like a criminal. It's because he was rabid, or whether it was actual a ferret called Cyril that people knew. Um, in Doncaster, headline. No fires. Doncaster mm. Fire Service have reported this last week there have been no, no fires, fires. Which is basically saying no news, isn't it? That is yeah. your fucking front page. That that means fuck all's happened. If no anything, fires. that's more terrifying. What, no fires? Yeah. Because that means that it's worth reporting. That means that there's, well, the rest of the time there's fires Always all fires. the time. Yeah, but, but other, the fires never make the fucking front page. But no uh, fires. Well, no, they won't do because they're happening all the time. Absolutely, they're so common. It's run of the mill. Yeah. Anyway, so cellist hurts arm. Yeah. You know, it's it's on the cover of the paper. What paper is it? Oh, it's the Oswestry Herald. Oh, okay, fair enough. The um, they love cellists in Oswestry. Saturday Stradivarius. Saturday Stradivarius. Uh, it turns out that a cello is a Stradivarius, isn't yes. it? Yes. That. The something rose, yeah. They've all got names apparently. I don't know whether this is true or whether that's just a, 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 a conceit. It sounds like a lot of old bollocks, doesn't it? Sounds like a lot of bollocks. I mean, even if it is true, it still sounds like bollocks. Anyway, that, that that's all of that is as maybe. Um, she pursued he's Bond pursues Mariam Darb on the chest. It was important to me, Nate. Okay, I'm sorry. Could, please, let's no, return. no, 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 it's all right. No, we'll return to it. No, that's fine. No, that's no, fine. no, it's fine. Go on. No, it's fine. No. <laughs> well, that's it for this week's pod. Thank you very much. Oh. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bond pursues Chalice on a tram through Bratislava. Mm. It is, it is, it's not exactly adrenaline pinching, this bit. He, um, he texts her... Cellist, uh, cello he case does. with him. Yeah, he does. 
and I presume that the cello is inside it, but it looks very light, doesn't it? It does, yeah. He's not struggling with it. He's not, no. And to look like a pain in the ass to carry around. It's somewhere around this point that he finds out she's been using blanks in the gun. Or just, no, no, he already knows because he confronts her about it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, essentially, her... her he knows it, though. Preparing to shoot Koskov was going to be some kind of setup anyway. Yeah. Um, because... Well, she was in on it, wasn't she? She was in on it, yeah. Because um, she was in love with him. She was in love with him, yeah. But we don't we don't know this. He's yet. got one of those cocks that are bent like a banana. Is that what he's got? Yeah. Do you think that's what Koskov means? Bent like a banana. Bent like a banana cock. <laughs> bent like a banana cock. <laughs> like a banana cock. Yeah, yeah. No, apparently that's... Um, okay. That was his draw. Right. Anyway, um, after Bond pursued her for a bit, uh, she's picked up by Pushkin, which... <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't. Um, and Bond... Oh yeah, this, no, this, is where, this is where he finds out because he, he then goes into a, a, a toilet uh, uh, in Bratislava. Oh, thank God you've said that because I've written down push toilets and I had no idea what that meant. So so he followed Pushkin and she's, taken, uh, uh, she's been taken away by Pushkin. So yeah. he goes into the toilet uh, which is attended by uh, 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 J.R. Hartley from the Yellow Pages advert. Oh my God, An yes. An old man in a really nice An suit. An old man is manning the toilet. And he's wearing like a like a jacket, like a Sunday jacket, <clears throat> isn't it? A Tweedy jacket. Yeah. Uh, and a nice shirt and a tie and some yeah. trousers. And he's for some reason he's he's what looks like sweeping the floor. He is, yeah. Of the toilet. Of the toilet. That's right. <sighs> <laughs> it's his hobby, isn't it? Everybody was dressed like dressed really well for the toilet, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Bratislava. Going to the toilet in public was quite a big thing in those days. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah. are you going, Leonid? I'm going to the toilet. Not well, dressed like that. Oh, you think I'm not smart enough? <laughs> well, the best tie. Oh, sorry, I put on best tie. This has a little egg on it. I can't imagine that these accents are offensive. Oh, in no way. No, no, I think we're doing all right with these. So, I will see you later, Marjorie. I'm going to the toilet. Have good times. Didn't she explode? No, that was Doreen. Oh, was more. Doreen slash Maureen. Couldn't be either. <laughs> right, okay. She was an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to the posh toilet. Fucking beard. You what? He goes to the posh toilet. He goes to the posh he toilet. He takes the cello case in there. He opens yeah. it up and then, yes, that's when he sees... That's when he sees the rifles in there and he sees there's blanks. Ace, yes. The bullets are blanks. Yes. So that's when he thinks, hmm, there's more to this than meets the eye. Like, he already knew that, though, didn't he? He did, but now it's confirmed. like he'd said. So, but when he when he shot her, the like right at the start, he'd said to Saunders while he was holding onto his thigh. He said she was holding the gun like she's never held a gun before in her life. She's not like a proper assassin. <coughs> How did he did he say that? I yeah, saying that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he already knew that she okay. wasn't like uh, yeah. she wasn't there to do the job properly. Right. So thus far, this all she sounds... wasn't there to do the job properly. She's a fucking cellist. 
She's a cellist, exactly. Yeah. She's like as if she's got a sideline job as a, yeah. as a fully trained assassin. Yeah, she's a world shooter. Cellist. But she's also got enough time to train herself. Yeah, yeah. Do you killer. mind? Do you mind just killing people on the side? Yeah. With with a sniper rifle. <clears throat> I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. I mean, surely they would have got her doing something else, something that involves sneaking things in and out of countries inside her in fucking cellos. cello. Yeah, absolutely. That would have been Smuggler. the thing I would have done. Smuggler. Fill it full of uh, pure opium. Pure opium. <laughs> We'll get back to pure opium in a bit. Not not Rich and I personally. In the story, we'll get yeah, back to yeah. pure opium. So, um, I have got a question when we get to that. Oh, good. I'm glad because there are more questions in this fucking film. But but at this point, I have to say, and, and we're about half an hour into the film now. At this point, so far, so Bond. It's all right. It's not terrible. It's not. It's not thrilling. But there's a, there's a roughly a coherent structure. To the narrative. Uh, um, according to my notes, I am a page and a half from giving up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, we'll reach the event horizon. We will soon yeah. reach the event horizon of our interest in this film. Yeah. And then we're going to basically try from memory and remember what the fuck happens towards yeah. the end. We may be making some of it up. It may involve radish, gay discos, anything. I mean, fucking, you know, it could be anything. However, uh, where are we now? So there's a, there's a switcheroo with the tram. Ah, yes. Now... So they come out of the building, first, don't they? First, Bond goes into her apartment. Yes. And says, why were you firing blanks? What oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she says, ah, oh, I love him. Um, Yogi, he, he, he's my mentor. Yeah, he, he, I want to help him escape. He always believed in me and I wanted to help him escape. And what do you mean he's not escaped anymore? Cock like a banana. Cock like a banana. Koskoff, Koskoff. Um... Yeah, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a banana. Well, yeah, but it's, it's the thing. It's the thing. It is a thing. So, so yes, yeah, so that's um, that's that. And um, so then they have to get out of there. They do, but they know that they're being followed or yeah. observed, or they might what? by Pushkin. Yeah. Who at this point Bond's supposed to be going to kill? Yeah, because he's he's. They've led him to believe that he's the bad person. That's right. So she, he says, "Come on, we've got to do the switcheroo. Get in my lovely Aston Martin again, yet again, the most subtle car you can have in in peasant Bratislava." Yeah. <clears throat> Your best bet not to draw attention is to bring a fucking really expensive, yeah, yeah. decadent, tricked out motherfucking Aston yeah, Martin. Yeah, when everything else is a larder. Everything. The police cars are larders. Yeah. The fucking yeah. everything. Everyone drives a larder. So he he leaves and he gets in his Bondmobile. Yeah. Uh, she leaves and goes into a telephone box and she's making a call. And then a tram goes past. Yeah. Uh, and everything's as it seems when the tram goes past. And then the car just drives off. And then the agent that's been watching them goes over to the telephone box because that's where she's still supposedly making a phone call and then he finds out fucking hell I've been double crossed here yeah. it's actually a cello case with the cellist's coat over it and a hat on the top of it yeah but he mistook it for a woman and he's been sat there and we don't know how long but there have been a couple of cutaways to other scenes so one presumes 44 minutes he's been sitting there at least 44 minutes David Blaine could have been David Blaine it could have been David Blaine 
maybe David Blaine was in the cello case inside the <laughs> Wouldn't that have been brilliant? Would have been wonderful. Shrunk himself down. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Magic. Pure magic. Pure magic. Pure magic. Is that your card? Fuck off. Get up, David Blaine. <laughs> anyway. I ain't got time for this now. Yeah, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> Waste of my fucking time. I thought you'd finished. Yeah. What is this shit? <laughs> Were you in a champagne glass at the beginning? You've not even advertised this. I don't even know what this is. Yeah. You, inside of this chalice case. <laughs> well, what's it supposed to be about? Is it just for you? <laughs> Why don't you ever answer, David? Why do you stare at people? <laughs> Come on now, stop it. Mate, you're not floating. I can see you're not floating. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going now. Magic. I'm going to close this case. I'm going to leave you in it and I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Mad cunt. Keep up with some cheesy. <laughs> Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Um, right, so. Um, then. Uh, There's the. They're, they're on to them, though, are the uh, authorities, because the police cars start chasing Bond in his, bon- oh, no, in, wait, in, in his wait, Bondmobile. I forgot something. I forgot something. Yeah, we get to that. But first, she says. He says, right, we haven't got a moment to lose. We've got to get out of here. We've got to get to Tangiers. We've got to do this. She says, oh, Michello. Oh, We've yeah. We've got to go for Michello. It's, it's the most precious thing in the world. We've got to get Michello. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, we learn it's a Stradivarius. They're fucking yeah. priceless. I think in the film he said that he paid, was it $150,000 or $500,000 for oh, it? Yes. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. I mean, Ridiculous a, an absolute time, fucking fortune, yeah. right? The Pink Rose, I think it's called, or something like yeah. that. Anyway. And then, so, Bond says, no, there's no fucking way. Cut to Bond sitting, waiting, you know, presumably double parked, while yeah. she's going to get this cello. She gets the cello and fucking bangs it. Yes, yes. Bangs it into the back of the Aston Martin. it in, yeah. Fucking cello, get in there, you yeah. fucking useless piece of shit. Just slamming the door on it. shit. <laughs> Bang, fucking string. Yeah. Instrument. Why couldn't I fucking bring a piccolo? Yes, yeah, it's just fucked, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely nonsense. Right, so... So then, then they're off. Then they're off. Yeah. And the larders are in pursuit. Hop shoot. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, but, and, and obviously, because James is only in his uh, Aston Martin and they are in those super fast larder cars, Yeah. James doesn't stand a chance and they all just stacked against him. Pretty much. So he reaches in for his gadgets yeah. and um, he finds his laser gadget. His laser gadget. So he presses... The laser button, yeah, uh, and then it operates at the side of his car, and uh, it lasers a very precise, like, CAD drawing laser uh, on the police car larder, yeah, um, and then doesn't cut the tires. No, no, it goes goes round them. It goes round them. It's just the chassis. Uh, kind of disconnects everything really cleanly. Doesn't yeah, leave any bits or anything. The seats. Yeah, uh, yeah, including the seats. So it just leaves the chassis and the wheels. Yeah. Uh, so when the police car puts the brakes on, don't know how they did that because the brakes would have been cut when they. Yeah. When he when he did. Yeah, do I don't understand thing. it either. But he put they put the brakes on, and it stops the sh- the wheels and the chassis. But the they them and the top the they're not actually on anything, are they? Well, they're no. not sat on. They're sat on chairs, but the chairs aren't on anything. So the whole of the car theoretically should have like run into the back of them. Yeah. Uh, and but they they don't. They go along with the car. Yeah, they do. 
and just slide off the front in a comedy fashion, yeah, don't they? That's right, yeah. So they're they're left just in a, a car with no bottom yeah. and then the bottom of the car is just sat behind them, isn't it? Next, Bond finds that there are some rockets. Yeah, fire them. Lines up, lines up this laser sight on the screen. Oh, he does it with the dial because they've put a big lorry across the road to stop him. That's right. So he lines them up with a couple of dials, uh, and then fires the rockets, and they they blow up. And that again, it's a nice clean explosion because it blows a nice path for him to just drive straight drive through. Straight through. Is that where he drives into the shed, and then drives the shed onto the lake? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drives a shed onto the lake, uh, lots of heavy machine gun fire uh, at the shed, which doesn't touch the car, doesn't break windows, although no. the safety glass of the windows is apparently good. He's got, they put the skis out. The outriggers, yeah, they come out, but that's because one of the tyres has, has blown. I thought that was after. Now, one of the tyres goes, they put the outrigger out, um, but before the outriggers come out... He uses that bus tyre to cut a perfect circle in the ice yeah. for one of the larders to go through. Yeah. Then the outriggers come out and yeah. spikes come on the remaining tyres. So he didn't have bulletproof tyres? Apparently not. Or run flats? No, apparently not. I mean, a lot of cars nowadays have run flats. They do, they? this is true. Yeah. You could have just carried on driving. Probably. Would have been a wise, a wise thing to do. But it didn't, didn't have that. in his tyres as well. He did. He yes, he did. He had spikes. He had. Um, I mean, you know, the, the, I think having that kind of well, they have tire chains, don't they, in cold countries to to, to keep getting yeah, traction yeah. on icy roads. But those spikes came out the tires. Yeah. So if that's true, they'd been in the hub of the wheel all the time, which would have meant that the tires weren't full of air anyway. So why did they come off? I don't want to question it. It, it makes no. We'll leave it. Many things in Bond's mm. world make. Little to no sense. Yeah, so he this drives, is one of them. drives into the shed. Drives into the shed, drives along. Takes the shed along with him. Takes it along with him. Then, then at a convenient point, he drives through the shed and off he goes. Yeah, and then the shed gets blown up by a rocket. And also, there's a self-destruct button for the car, which he presses and it goes off at the right time. Yeah, because the, yeah, the, they crashed and then the car's fucked. But fortunately, they've got the cello case. So they start sliding on the cello case through passport control. Where's the cello case come from? Well, they got it out the back of the car. But the cello was... They used the cello case in the phone box. No, no, the, the other cello case. How many fucking cello cases has she got? Well, she's got the Stradivarius, which she holds. Yeah. And the, the case that was holding the Stradivarius, they ride. But why isn't the Stradivarius in the, in the case? Because she's holding it. They get out of the car, open the cello case, so they can both yeah, sit on one side. I know, but where, where has she got the, where has she got the case from in the car? She's got the case from in the car. Yeah. So why isn't the Stradivarius in the case? Why has she shoved it on the back seat? She it, it, shoves it on the back seat without the case on. No, no, she shoves it in the case in the back seat, but it's a really flimsy case. But suddenly it's not. Is it? Yeah, it's in the case. It's in the case when she shoves it in the back seat. I definitely. thought it was out of the case. No, no, no. Oh, right. Anyway, well, she, they ride this, and they get, he gets, oh, get your passport out, says Bond. So, the, yes, the, so they sit in the, they sit in the, in the open cello case. Yeah. One, you know, person on each side of it. 
so they're sliding down. But he's using the Stradivarius as a as, an old as a steering kind of, as a, yeah, mechanism. Yeah. Fucking that and thing. And it's up. been shot as well. And it's been so shot. So the resonance of the wood. So it's ripping, it's getting ripped yeah, and wet. Yeah. Utterly fucked. Yeah. Utterly ruined. Yeah, yeah. A priceless. Yeah. 17th. Yeah. 18th century instrument. Yeah. Pointless of bringing it. Yeah. It'd have been safer leaving Safe, it in the yeah, flat yeah. and just Peter come back and get it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is what he said in the first place. <laughs> Which he did. This is true. So he probably, he probably did that just to fucking. Yeah, exactly. That would fucking learn. Dick move. Dowsy fucking the hatch. Um. Yeah, so they go through passport control and um, somebody shouts, Bond shouts, we have nothing to declare. And she shouts, only the cello. And off they go. And ha ha, very funny. Oh God, yeah, it was awful. Now, meanwhile, in Tangier, we see Pushkin arrive at what looks like a very unusual waxwork museum. Yeah. It looks like that one that used to be in Brid. Um, I mean, waxworks museums generally of two kinds. Very expensive, everything looks pretty good, and shit. Yeah. Madame Tussauds in London, very good. Louis Tussauds in Blackpool, which is now no longer, it's now part of Madame Tussauds, was fucking dreadful. They were just like looky-likes. I think I've told you about it. Worth seeing though, isn't it? Oh, it's hilarious. I, you know, I mean, they're, they're not the same anymore. They just have the same stuff as the, the yeah. Mansour, so they're all yeah. pretty good. But like, there was like one that was a smiling black waxwork man and they put a dreadlock wig on and a Holland kit and went rude on it and it fucking it just... Fucking hell. It was one of those things where you go, no, you, you can't do that. Then there was another bloke uh, with, with slightly olive oily looking skin, curly wig, France kit, Michel Platini. And uh, yeah, no, I can see that. No, but still, no, you can't. It was fucking terrible. You look more like me. Anyway, so and the rude Holly one looked more like me, to be honest. The rude Holly. So do, you, do the ones in Blackpool now? Then do they get the ones from Madame Tussauds in London, but the ones that they are, they don't want anymore? I think so. Aren't displaying? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the idea. So they're just slightly out of date. Yeah, slightly out of date, but but still pretty good. As yeah, opposed yeah. To just, some random, you know, the, the thing about the, the old ones is they were still made with skill. They still look like people, yeah. just not those people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, you know, that's the amazing thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 neither in or there. Yeah. Um, this waxwork museum has got waxwork models of who's in there? Genghis Khan's in there. So the great commanders. Uh, Julius Caesar's in there. Hitler. Hitler's in there, of course. Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah, I mean. Probably Pol Pot, fucking Idi Amin. I don't know. Anyway. It's an odd, it's an odd assortment. It is an unusual assortment. Um, and in amongst all of this is a man in a, in a military uniform, standing very still. But it turns mm. out he's not a waxwork. No. No, no. That's the funny thing, isn't he is, it? He is General Whittaker. Or just Whittaker. I don't mean General. Just Whittaker. I think he's like a self-appointed... He's not Roger Whittaker. We, we, we mentioned him. <gasps> no. No, he's leaving Durham, Durham Town because of the gays. Yeah. He's not Roger He wouldn't have a load of waxwork men around him. They certainly wouldn't. Um, yeah, he's like a self-appointed major or something, isn't he? He is, because, yeah, he's... because he's running his own personal private army. He is, which we find out in a moment. Mm. Pushkin is doing an arms deal yeah. with... Yeah, with, uh, that with sounds this, like a euphemism as well. With this character, yeah, it does. 
Um, he's, the way you said it, he's doing an arms deal. He's doing an arms deal. He's having a sex. <laughs> having a sex. Uh, yeah, so Push, Push is doing an arms deal mm. um, with with um, with uh, Whitaker yeah. Because Whitaker can get hold of this American military hardware. High tech. Quite high tech. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the, I think that's the selling point. Absolutely. Because they can all get hold of like Kalashnikovs yeah. and stuff. He but he can get hold of the the American high tech. He can get hold of that shit that's so high tech. It's got a fucking moped windscreen. It's got a, yeah and like yeah on it. You can see everything and yeah. And um, he says something about um, a gun that he's got that can like it can lock on and it can then. Like its little mini rocket bullets can follow to the target. Isn't that in the fifth element? What? Isn't that the fifth element? Was that in that as well? I didn't hear him say that. I'm yeah, fucking... yeah, he said it because, and it showed, it actually showed you the gun, but then he never fired it. No, no, it used, which is a shame, really, because you know, because he had like quite an array of interesting, of different things. Yeah, 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 quirky weapons, yeah. didn't he? Which you know is for for an illegal arms dealer, fair enough. He was well, an, he got he was, them in this room. He was an odd character. Yeah, he got them in this room filled with tiny little soldiers and figurines, painted military figurines, uh, and he, he made a shitload of dioramas of different famous battles. They look good, actually. I mean, I love that kind of shit. And when um, he could press buttons and little cannon smoke come off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a great place to play. But... He loved it for his, you know, his his own interest in history. Although what he wanted to do was recreate history and, and make, yes, you know. But anyway, so so um, the, the conversation goes on, but the, to, to to get to the gist of it, um, and to, or to the nub of it, um, Pushkin don't want to deal with him. Um, and he says, "I don't want to deal with you." And I tell you why, Pushkin says, because you aren't a real fucking general. You're no good. You were kicked out of West Point for cheating. Yeah. Now. That was a deal breaker. We we had to stop the we had to stop the film. At this He's point. a man of honour, isn't he, and, Pushkin? And, and get and, and and have a have a have a ponder about this revelation because, as as you quite rightly, in fact, I'm going to let you point it out now about the kind of person you'd want to. Well, he's you know. he's going to him as a man who's willing to sell. Um, illegal shipments of arms to somebody who's got the money and he knows that that's why he's there that's the only reason why he's there is because he wants these high tech weapons initially but it's a deal breaker the fact that when he was in military college he it's unspecified how he cheated but he cheated yeah Yeah, I mean that would be that'd be it for me as well. If I was with somebody and then I found out that they cheated at West yeah. Point, out, Absolutely. yeah, done. So yeah, so Forget that was it. it. That, basically, it. You know, he, he said, uh, I, 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 I will. How can, have, you, how can you carry on having a relationship with somebody who's cheated at West Point? I would have deal, dealt with you because what I want to do is inherently illegal, but you cheated uh, at West, West Point. Point. You are yeah. a cheater. You are a cheater. You're you, you stupid American cheater. You cheat. It didn't specify what he cheated no, on. What no, did he cheat no. on? Did he cheat in the dinner queue? Did he cheat in his exams? Did he cheat? It? What is he? What? So he said. But he said. He said you, you cheated at um, 
You cheated at West Point. You kicked out of West Point for cheating. Yeah, you you were mercenary. Yeah, you fought in all these various. You went to the things. Belgian Congo, ran for, your own private army. Yeah, did it all for money. Yeah. Uh, and now you're dealing all these these arms. Yeah. As if like all of those are a bad thing. That's literally the only reason why he was there. Absolutely. Because he'd done all those things. Yeah. You wouldn't be going to this guy who's dealing arms for the fucking love of it, would you? That's a maniac. No. That's not a merchant. That's someone who's going. Fucking love bullets and shit. Ah, I love them. They're for me, these. I'm not selling them. <laughs> I've got a plan. It was so odd. It was very odd. So Pushkin basically says, deal's off. Fuck you. And I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not dealing with you because reasons. Yeah. You, so, you, you, you seem like a nasty piece of work. Yeah, and I don't, I don't fancy it. So I'm off. Yeah. Now, this is the point at which the film starts to lose us, I think. Yeah. We, we, we get to this bit and we go, A... Joe Don Baker's character, good good actor Joe Don Baker, but Whitaker, it, it's like they went, oh, he's really into military history. Mm, military history? No, I'll tell you what, he's really into military recreation through miniatures and waxworks. That's what he's into. But he's also an arms dealer. And he's our main villain. So, okay, what did you call him? He is a military facilitator. Yeah. But he's... Um, he had so much potential to be an interesting character. Could have been. He's quite quirky, and like you say, he's a good actor. He's quite an unnerving... got an unnerving presence about him. Yeah. And um, that whole setup, he was the only one who was like... I was like, <clears throat> I'm quite interested in this, this person. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I could not give two fucks about... Koskoff and Pushkin, Pushkin. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. I'm not. They're yeah. just like they were just like cookie cutter standard Soviet, Russians, yeah, weren't they? Exactly, yeah, 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 they could have been fucking anybody. But then they bring in this guy, and he's like got this whole thing about he's obsessed with military commanders, and he wants to. He was got these big grand plans, and he's got all these interesting weapons and shit. Yeah. And then, but the film didn't know really what to do with him. They didn't. It didn't no, no, it didn't. It, it was starting to. It was started to play reveal its hand a little bit. The film, and we're gonna we are getting very close to the point where we stopped making notes and we're just sitting there watching, going, "What is the, what is the main thing here?" Because um, it it wanted to, it it threw loads of ideas in that never weren't well developed or or were very underdeveloped, um, or some that, that didn't work. You know the. the this whole Whitaker thing, it it was a it was an example of focusing on the wrong the wrong characters. Um, they bo- it's because they were boring, boring, fucking boring as fuck. Yeah, like Pushkin and Koskov, there was nothing about them. Yeah, like Koskov liked drinking champagne and eating caviar and shagging. Well, <laughs> but then what? Yeah, and he was like a, he's like playing everybody off against each other. Yeah, and Pushkin was like, well, he's an uh, he's an arms guy, and he's, he's Soviet he was the honourable Soviet, wasn't he? he yeah, he, he's yeah. part of the Cold War, a gentleman, but and, he plays the game and, and all that kind of th- yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck off, well, that was boring. Well, you've seen it hundred times. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, what have I got left in notes now? Um, so so they go to um, Vienna. It shows you Bond... Uh, with... Oh, arrives in Camberwick Green, does he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Suddenly he gets where off... Every, uh, it goes to Vienna, where everybody is performing a waltz to uh, an orchestra outside. 
Yeah. It's fucking snowing. Or it's snowed. It's the weirdest... You know, but they arrive on a coach and horses, Mm. which is... uh, And they're greeted by men in livery, but old style, you know, like pre-Georgian livery and then there's people dressed in frocks like fucking Quality Street people having a, having a waltz in a square. Yeah. And it, 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 it is... It is the most... It's like... It's like the programme was sponsored by the ITV holiday show Wish You Were Here. Did they thank the... Like the Viennese tourist board or something at the end? I think they did. I think they did, yeah. Because it was so full on like... Yeah. They were throwing every piece of, like, Vienna. It's the kind of thing that, when, again, I know we talked about it's a knockout earlier, but when, when, um, during every year, it's a knockout when European, as as we were kids, and it was called Jeux Sans Frontiers, Games Without Frontiers, and, like, British teams from, you know, Wigan or wherever, whatever week they'd won, they, they would go over to compete. And it would always start, every week, on Jeux Sans Frontiers, it would always start with, with a, a, a helicopter shot of the city it was in, and Stuart Hall, mm. he must not be named, Stuart Hall's voice saying, Welcome to Bern, capital yeah. of Switzerland. Here amongst the hills, the valleys, the castles, and the camera would pan and show you a little flavour. A little bit like the eye dents on the Eurovision, I suppose, but this is what it was like. And, and this was kind of Bond arriving. I expected yeah. to hear that voice. Welcome to Vienna. Yeah. An old city fabled for its waltzes and its dresses and but, its liveries. But and... Similar to that and Eurovision, it's that was it was all they, they were both done with a knowing kind of um wink to the audience that Yes, like, without a doubt. This is quite funny, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a bit much Look at these silly foreigners. Yeah. 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 But it's but, a bit much. Yeah, that's it. But this wasn't this was played straight down the line. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you come, you come, come here, and you will find people waltzing outside. Yeah, you're gonna love this. Uh, you'll find like a team of waltzers. Yeah. All waltzing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's always those waltzy, waltzy folk. Okay, so so then. I mean, um, it's up there with one of the places I'd least like to visit is Austria. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> oh Christ, yeah. Um. Now. Uh, so so Bond Bond is there in in Vienna with with um, Mariam Davo's character. Um, What's she called? Kara, Ka- I think. You see that I that is a that's that's telling, isn't it? Because I didn't know what her fucking name was. Cara. You're 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 guessing at it, and she's in it like. 90% of the time, isn't she? And I feel like I have to look it up. I'm, I'm, and we both know her by the... By, by her the, actor name. Yeah, by her yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's find out. James, James. James, I've been so worried about you. There's so much of that in this film. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Every time she sees him. I've been so worried daylights. about you. Here we go. Right, then, The Living Daylights. Um, It's... Dave. Cara. It is Cara. Cara Milovi. Caramelovi. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. I think yeah. it said it in that newspaper article. Yeah. So yeah. Now, um I don't think he ever says it once though. Uh, so so they've got they've gone there to see if they can find Georgi, who they're expecting to see in Vienna, so she can meet up with him. But he's already moved on. Uh so they're a bit disappointed with that. 
and I think that's just when Bond goes, oh, well, tell you what, there's a fair on. Let's go to a fair later, shall we? Which is, yeah. you know, a, a kind of a weird, rather than, oh, let's move on, tell you what, let's go to it fair. Let's go to it fair. Well, we're here. Well, we're here. It's expenses are paid for the next couple of days, so let's... Uh... Let's cut it fair. So you go hog wild on hook a duck. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah. Be fine. yeah. Anyway, meanwhile in Tangiers, um, old um, Necros. Are you missing the fair out altogether? We, no, we're in Tangiers. Then we go back to the fair. Okay. Uh, because Necros has to be sent to the fair in a minute. So, so in in, in Tangiers, by the swimming pool, because she's going. Oh, I wonder where Georgi is. Wonder where old Koskoff is. And then it cuts to Koskoff. Uh, snogging women by a pool having a yeah. right old fucking time yeah and uh, old Necros is there old Necros the milkman the milkman the strangling milkman Necla- Necros Necklace that's his stripper name isn't that's it that's his stripper yeah the strangling milkman the strangling milkman um, anyway so yeah he, uh, Koskoff is with Whitaker. is he got is this where he's got his little blue pants? Oh yeah, very small pants. There he is, old fucking they Necros, were very small pants. The smallest little blue pants yeah, I've ever seen in my life. They were quite ridiculous. Woof. And and um, anyway, the uh, Whitaker says, "Right, what's going on with this here James Bond then?" And he says, "Ah, oh, well, let me tell you, James Bond is going to come after me because that's what he's going to do." Good, says Whitaker. Yeah. Necros. Fuck off to Vienna and we'll kill him. Mm. So Necros says, oh, go on then. But I'll put some clothes on. I'm not going to Vienna dressed like this because I'll mm. feel like a right fucking monkey. So <clears throat> I put some clothes on and off he goes. Now, the bit of the fair for a bit, Saunders has turned up in Vienna. Um, yeah. I can't remember exactly why. There must be a... Re- oh, no, he's, he's basically to say, yeah, well well done with that, um, you know, getting Koskoff out thing, but it didn't go so well, but it was my, my fucking gig anyway, you bastard. So... Yeah. That should have been my credit, you fucking... Doesn't he give him a folder? Who, Bond? Yeah. Oh, Saunders gives Bond a folder or something. I don't know I think, oh, whether he's holding a folder. I don't know. You're right, Geisha. Sure? Herpes. Anyway, um, <laughs> man. Um, so he, he goes off, and, and Marianne Darbo, sorry, Cara, says to Bond, Take me on the wheel. And um, so the, she's already, he's already won her a fucking, like an enormous stuffed. I don't know what he's supposed to be. Mm, Is he yeah. an elephant? So it's awful. like a it's like rabbit, a, elephant, and a. It looks like pig. something that's come out of Jeff Goldblum's fly machine, doesn't it's it? It's very strange, yeah. Long proboscis, and it, it, it's a weird teddy that yeah, she's won. No, it's not nice. I mean, that bloke who ran that fair has probably been trying to give that away <laughs> yeah, all summer. Yeah, yeah. All summer. Yeah. Yeah. I bet even people who are throwing the darts, even when they just missed it, just goes on the floor, it goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, well done. You, you one of these. One, one of these what massive. It's a brilliant, massive, it's a stuffed, massive brundlefly. Massive medical mutant. <laughs> there you go. Three times your size, little kid. Yes, it is a mutant anomaly. Enjoy, enjoy the anomaly, cuddly anomaly. Anyway, he takes her on the wheel. Takes her on the wheel. Uh, they have a bit of a kit. It's all a bit creepy. It, it, they get halfway. <clears throat> they get halfway round in the wheel, 
And then, oh, he, he unscrews, he didn't screw the light or something. I don't know, but he's, he's asked someone to fucking stop it. He's asked them to stop the wheel. So them two were alone in one of the carriages. And then he um, he just comes onto her like quite strongly, doesn't he? Yeah. And then she's like going, no, well, no, because I've still got feelings for uh, whatever his name, Koshkov, 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 whatever his name is. Koshkov. Koshkov. Costco, um, and he's like, "Oh fuck him!" Um, Fucking cost, cost and he gra- he gets hold of her her face, but in both his hands, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he, like he kisses her, um, but it's all a bit weird, isn't I, it? I, 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 again, you'd never do that. Now. Very uncomfortable that bit. I mean, considering we yeah. got with, you know in 1964 or 65. With Thunderball, there's Bond, woman going, oh no, and Bond goes, oh yes, and all yeah. that kind of, which, which is pretty unpleasant. Moore's largely the same, except he shows a bit of a straight, fair enough. But th- this is, this is supposedly caring, sharing Bond, and he's gone, oh no, I know you, I know you're uh, seeing a bloke, I, I, I pretty much know, I understand what he means to you, but I fucking paid a bloke, 10 Ten uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, Austrian shillings to fucking stop this carriage. So make it worth me. So while. I can bang you up here in this fucking carriage in the yeah. wheel. Yeah. Really unpleasant. Really like. Oh, I'm not sure about this. You want make sex? It's very uncomfortable. Yes. Let's have a sex. Let's have a sex. Have a sex. So anyway. Um, so she's fingered on the wheel. It's very uncomfortable. Um, and then, then he comes. Then he comes off this. And you see, um, he passes um, uh, uh, Necros. And Necros has been fanning it out with some fucking door mechanics, this hydraulic door. Oh, yeah. Bond goes to meet Saunders, and basically they reconcile. Uh, he said, essentially, he says, I, I do have respect for you. And Bond goes, Oh, right, fair enough then. Yeah. And that's the thing when they exchange information about yeah, Pushkin. That's right, yeah. And 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 he's gonna leave the he's gonna leave the room, his old Saunders. Yeah. And Bond says, Hey Saunders, thanks. And he's yeah. like, You're alright, and it's the last thing he ever does. Yeah, because the Milton's um, yeah. he's fixed the, the uh, automatic glass door so that it's on like a big mechanical ram, I know, it's, pneumatic it's, ram system. Like, like they're pistol, so like over-engineered really for yeah. a glass door in a cafe. Yeah. It's like you'd use that in a nuclear bunker. It's the you? kind of thing you'd see on those videos you like about industrial accidents. It looks like yeah, a yeah, boom, yeah, boom, like yeah. It'd properly flatten your ribcage. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, look, yeah, that's like the thing. That. That's the thing. Um, so just as as is going through it, he presses a button, it activates the mechanical ram system on the door, and the, you don't actually see it, but the door rams into uh, Saunders and kills him. Yeah. And shatters. That's right. And that's, that's the right. end of him. He's dead. He's deed. He's dead at the door. Dead at the door. Actually, I've got this wrong. The, the first bit with Mariam Darbo is where they win the mutant. Then it's the Saunders' death, and then he takes her in the wheel because we made the we made the comment. Oh, there's nothing like a death of a colleague to make me feel oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's how it happens. Then he's off to fucking Tangiers again because I think at this point he has his best gadget. He's still what? He has his best gadget in Tangiers. It's a gadget that's not been previously introduced. 
is his eyewear. Oh, he does. Yes, he does. He's got... Um, <laughs> it's got a pair of glasses with really, really small lenses. Uh, but you can adjust them. And they become like tiny binoculars. They serve as binoculars. But he tries... To, he, he, he tries... They, they kind of insinuate that he's passing them off as normal glasses and they're the freakiest looking things you've ever well, seen. They're the, they're the things you wear at the optician. <laughs> yeah. Like they're holding the car, Read the going, top line. This one or this yeah. one? This one or this one? Yeah, because even when he's adjusting them to to see into the distance, he does each one, separate, each lens separately. It, it, it's not like a pair yeah. of binoculars yeah. that doesn't both at the same time. Yeah. yeah, each lens separately and then he can see right over into the distance. Yeah. And he's smiling away with these fucking tiny, yeah. weird lenses over really his eyes. Really fucking peculiar. Yeah. Really peculiar. So yeah, so that's... Um... He looks a little bit like... Um, is it in one of the Mad Max films where there's a, there's some kind of big blob Thing and he's got tiny, tiny eye mask things on. I don't know. I mean, I've seen them all, but I can't think which one it'd be. No. I can't think of which one. Anyway, yeah. Um. So so that's um. So that's that. He, he spots Pushkin and and he and he zooms him in, zooms in with his glasses, and he's smiling to himself like he's a fuck. Yeah. He's a yeah. I look. Fucking, I love yeah. that bollocks in me. Either that or he's looking through them, but he's he's like seeing naked ladies or something. Oh, yeah, so. it's like a view for one of those... Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, what they were called? What were they called then? Stereograms, were they? They weren't. They were something... Viewmasters. Viewmasters. Is that it? Yeah, where you put the white cardboard the white, yeah, that's thing right. in you, and it turned. Yeah, that's right. You it at the side and yeah. it turned around. <laughs> yeah. It's your story, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at that. There's a busty woman on the beach. Oh, busty. Look oh. at that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... Um, we need to go strangle then, the milkman. But, yeah. but then, again, Bond you with his... With his incredible talent for getting places quicker than anybody else, even when he's fucking hundreds of feet away, Pushkin's ne- next time we see Pushkin, he's going to his hotel room, and he opens the door to his hotel room, mm. and there's a lady in there looking a little bit distressed. And Pushkin goes in and says, "What's the matter, my darling? Bond's yeah. already in the fucking room. Not only is he in the room, he's got changed. He's he's wearing a, a, a like a sandy suit in a sandy room, yeah. and." And he fucking knocks him over and he's a bit royster doister. And now, now we had this conversation while we were watching it, but like, and, and you made a very good point, which I'm going to make, let you make again, because I've always been puzzled. Every Bond film, I've always been puzzled. What the fuck is it about Bond? Whenever he goes somewhere, he's got the time to get changed, to go and mm-hmm. buy a new set of clothes. Because whenever he's travelling, he lives moment to moment uh, following uh, 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 um, a mission or whatever he's doing, an operation. And it's not like, oh, right, pack your bag and make sure to pick, you know, a couple of, couple of warm jumpers yeah. in case. You know, it's like going on fucking holiday camp when you're a kid with, with school. And your mum says, you need a, you need a warm yeah, jumper. Yeah, you've got your checklist. Yeah, absolutely. It's not that. Bond just turns up, he pulls up at a place, and then suddenly he's got a different And then he's outfit. got everything he needs, yeah. And your point was? No, I think he's, I think that he's, he's um, it's an aspect throughout all of the Bonds that that's that's his weird like OCD thing. I think he's obsessed with what he looks like. In a similar way, we talked about um, 
uh, I've mentioned about those people who've, who like they've got their own like um, social media channels where it's all about what James Bond and what he wears and and they, yes. and they wear yeah, it. of course yeah I think that he, he's he's the archetype of them they've all got that same kind of issue of like I need to be wearing the right thing in the right location because then I know that I yeah. this is where I belong and I'm going to fit in and I think that's part of his whole Ian Fleming thing where he's he thinks he's he's not he doesn't quite fit in he's like a bit of the underclass whereas the upper class naturally know what they should be wearing and they've got all the the things and he's having to kind of fight his way to make himself fit in with it it's either that or it's lazy writing oh yeah but the but the but the point is I, I think if you're right I think that makes a really interesting psychological dynamic and I would be fascinated that to they see they don't Bond. explore no that, that, that Bond is an aesthete but but like a sociopathic aesthete but they but they they almost put it front and centre even when they're getting into well it's we, we saw it in Fiora as only where he had his tailored ski jacket um, which was amazing yeah 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 um, but even in the new ones all of the Daniel Craig ones his his outfits are so specific to each location and event that he's yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing out of place and everything is just so, isn't it? Even yeah. his, even all his casual wear, it's like, oh, I'm on a yacht, oh, well, I'm going to be wearing yacht wear, obviously. Mm. Not just like I'm going to wear a T-shirt and a pair of shorts. Yeah. It's no, no, I need to be wearing this polo yacht shirt. Wear. yeah, of course. And these particular kind of PK shorts and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And this particular watch... Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's he's trapped in his in a in a prison of his own making, isn't he? Yeah, and, I, and like I say, I I would I would enjoy seeing that aspect of any Bond movie. Yeah, because particularly in films where the plots are rather thin, like this one, it might it might help. Fucking hell! Yeah. Um, so anyway. which they could have done, especially with the fact that he's a new Bond. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a blank page. They could have done anything with could've, him, really. Could have. Now, then, uh, Bond is leaving the hotel where he's, he's threatened Pushkin. And, and Pushkin, part of the reason for this is that, um, oh, I know, somebody else, was it, was it, was it when um, Thingy died, uh, Saunders gets crushed, he's left with a little note. No, it's beyond the spirit yeah, of that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, And he goes to Pushkin because he knows Pushkin was a was a Stalinist, and he says, "Right, you, you fucker, did you have this Saunders killed? Because he left this note, and also this carabiner was attached to yeah. the guy who, you know, otherwise wouldn't have seen it. But I happened to find it, even though at the time it was being left, I was fighting a bloke on the top of a jeep." Then flying off on my second parachute to fuck a woman on a yacht. Mm. And by the time I finished fucking a woman on a yacht, your body's probably been cleared, body been cleared away. But somebody saved it for me because they know I love knickknacks. Yeah. So how the fuck he got hold of it is anyone's guess. But he did. So tell yeah. us about that. And that's why Pushkin says, right, this is the deal. But, um, you, you know, um, I think I think uh, this Whitaker's a bit of a wrong one. Yeah, uh, and uh, th- there are things afoot. The reason I can't remember that there are things afoot is because the plot, as you said, 
the, the whole thing is just it's it's wanking you off the the, the locations yeah. and the pictures and all that kind of it's just wanking you off yeah because there's nothing there's nothing there nothing of any substance is no. there that none none of everything that we've talked about so far none of it actually moves the plot forward in, really, any, it's just in any sense you could start the film now yeah and it the plot wise it would make as much sense even though you didn't know the rest of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's, there's more to come. Oh, you yeah, there's more. Way in more. another half hour. And still not feel like you've missed the main thrust of the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, is, it is a film, not at war with itself, but it is a film that is constantly trying to reinvent itself and it doesn't know why. Um, it, it's a really unusual film with no identity to speak of, particularly. And because of that, there's no Bond identity to speak of. I feel a bit sorry yeah. for Timothy Dalton in it. Um, you know, I don't know who we're going to do next because we'll roll the dice. But I, I presume that when he does his second one, he's a bit more comfortable with the character because in mm. this one, he's just a nothing. He's really a nothing. The whole films, uh, the well, the whole films are a bit of a nothing. But it's the, it's not a, it's not what I think of as a Bond film. Because the the action's not not actiony enough. It's the only film so far in all f- this is the fifth one we've seen. In every other one, even though they've all been equally fucking ridiculous, Bond has been equally morally reprehensible and dreadful. We have said in every one that was a good sequence. Yeah, that was a good sequence. Yeah, you know, uh, Casino Royale, uh, the opening chase, the parkour bit, yeah, great yeah. sequence. Skyfall, the opening chase, very similar sequence. Thunderball, Thunderball the, the underwater, underwater thing, thing, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and the chase in the Citroen Diane. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. For your eyes only. Was yeah. actually really good. Yeah. This one, I, I don't think any of the no. sequences were good. Nope. They were very laboured. Yeah. And the director who made it had made the previous four or five, I think. And I just, it felt a bit tired. You know, it felt a bit yeah. like this is how we shoot this. This is how this happens. This it is this. This wasn't a Bond Bond film. Not not in the classic sense. No. I, I mean, you know, by definition, it was. But I know what you're saying. It, it had. It didn't have an overarching. And maybe they were trying to break away from the norm by going that way. But the the whole there's a main plot that Bond stumbles upon or is you know asked to foil. And during the course of the plot, he foils it. This one, he bopped and bopped and bopped and bopped around little things and then suddenly stumbles upon, ah, that's what it's about. And I, I kid you not, and Rich, Rich will attest to this, it's about half an hour before the end yeah. when you go, oh, right, that's what it's been about then, has it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and well, yeah, we'll... we'll I mean, we can we can fast forward really to where, to to the meat and bones of it because um, uh, if you jump to where he's um, is in the prison, well, yeah, so so in, so, in so to, jail. yeah, so to so to, to just to jump through, um, he he gets out, he leaves Pushkin, um, wants to get away from anybody who's followed him, jumps in a car with some lasses. One of them is Precious Matthews from Grange Hill. They hold a gun to him. They turn out to be Americans. 
uh, and they drive him to where Felix Leiter, played by the bloke who played Hawk the Slayer, whose name is John Terry, and I was disappointed that he wasn't in a full Chelsea kit and didn't try and fuck Bond's wife. Or <laughs> And actually, quite progressive for John Terry, because uh, one of uh, Precious Matthews um, is uh, an actress of colour. So I'm surprised there were no racial slurs there, because uh, yeah. John Terry has form. Uh, but that you know that's fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so Felix Leiter says, ah, right, well, we're both coming at the same problem from different angles. I know he's, um, that, um, that, that uh, Koskoff, uh, oh, sorry, Whitaker is dealing in arms, yeah. um, and there's something to do with uh, uh, um, diamonds. Anyway, he goes out. He goes back to the hotel. Does Bond. Um, in the meantime, we see Koskoff um, and Pushkin, and uh, not Koskoff and, and Whitaker, uh, chatting away. And I think I think um, Billy Tiny Pants is there as well, old Necros. Yeah. Somebody brings out, oh, phone, it's for you. And yeah. and um, Joe Don Baker Whitaker says, oh, and he says nothing, his face changes, hands it to Jeroen Krabbe and Koskoff, and he takes the phone, and he says, hello, and then, oh, he adjusts his collar a bit, and oh, yeah. he's a bit nervous, something's happened. Bond goes back to the hotel. I'm trying to go as quick as I can. Bond goes back to the hotel, <laughs> still desperately, fuck, his footwatter's up here, he's still desperate to shag. Marianne yeah. Darbo, uh, yeah. Cara, um, you know, but uh, she says, oh, I do think about you, James. Oh, where have you been? Gives me a big hug again. Oh, where have yeah. you been? You know those people who, like, they have frontal lobe damage and they, they, their short-term memory is fucking gone. And if you go out the house and you've been gone just to buy a pint of milk, they're fucking, oh, my God, I'll never see you again. She's gone a bit like that. Yeah. And she, she's kind of cuddling him and, and he's, oh, and throws him down. Oh, let's have a bit of a kissy, kissy face. And then... Because um, we're on some cushions. And then she says, oh, have a drink of this here. Have I made you this drink all right? And so she drink. he drinks it and says, now, what do you know about this here Pushkin? And she says, ah, you're actually KGB. I know the fucking truth. I spoke to Koskoff a minute since. I phoned him up because I won't have any of this. But somehow I've got Whitaker's number. So I don't, I'm not going to tell you how or, or how I got that. Because I've got it. And he on a she's, mobile phone. Up, up until this point, she's shown no kind of self-motivation to do anything. No. She's just been purely carried along by That's, everybody else. That's true. But for some reason, Suddenly, yeah. she's decided, I'm going to yeah. take matters into my own hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to ring up all these various people. I'm going to put them all together. They're going to tell me all this information and we're going to concoct a plot. Yeah, absolutely. So... So then, right, she's, she's, she's slipped with her fucking Mickey, hasn't she? Mm. And he goes, oh, and he starts to faint. And he, just before he faints, he says, I know you've got those marks on your arm because you had that rifle shot out of your arm. Yeah. Because I'm the one who did it. <sighs> yeah. He collapses. In comes Jeroen Kreber, or Koskov. And um, uh, so... And, and, and Whitaker, oh no, not Whitaker, Necros, and they turn up, and uh, Necros is there, and he says, right, come on, uh, we're going on this airplane, and 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 Jerome Crabber says to her, ah, oh, brilliant, I'm glad you've done that, but I don't fucking like you really, you're a pain in the ass, to be honest. Yeah, that was a weird. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks, by the way, for 
for uh, yeah, for yeah. leaving all my bullshit. But you fucking rubbish. Yeah. And I'm gonna kill you and all. You're going to prison. Yeah. You're going same way as him. Yeah. So get on on this plane. So which is Andy? I don't quite know how they got her on the plane, but they had Bond who was unconscious on a on a on a gurney. Yeah. Next to a briefcase. Or, or a box, no, a box, like a big sandwich box or a, a, a picnic box with a human tissue on front or heart transplant or some subtle thing. And the guy who's going to fly the plane away yeah. says, oh, what's in there? He's, oh, well, you can't, it's, it's, it, you can't open it or you can't, you know, it'll get contaminated. Yeah. We've got to get it. Uh, and then opens it. Yeah. Says, oh, a and give you a quick glimpse. But the hilarious thing was it was a beating heart. It wasn't just a heart on ice. It was already. It was still beating. Yeah, and it was lit. It was. It was, it was lit. Yeah, it was. It was like the fucking grand prize. Yeah, and some kind of weird yeah. illegal uh, organ transplant yeah. surgery game it show. It was like something from the Crystal Maze, wasn't it? And the organ win had transplant. <laughs> you like for your father's brother. You like had transplant. His first prize. It Seven was, questions. Um, Very weird, right? Anyway, onto the plane they go. Oh, sorry, you're gonna say. No, it was just in like it was in like what looked like a very standard cool box. It was cool box. It was. Mm, they didn't even make that much effort with the yeah. prop. It that. would have been. It would have been funnier and better if they'd have made it look even. You know, double down it and just written it on on the top in sharpie. Yeah. yeah. Heart in Heart, here. Yeah. Danger of contamination. Yeah. Do not Spell open. Lonely. Do not open till Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, so they put it on the they put it on the uh, plane. Bond wakes up. He's got his fucking uh, handcuffs together, yeah. and um, he uh, uh, th- th- there's a there's a scuffle, as I recall. Is this where they? Like, oh, and now how did the? Um... Oh no, no, they go they land, don't they? they go to fucking prison. Yeah, they end up in prison in Afghanistan. You can do this bit. They end up in. Um... They end up in a jail. In, in a jail. In Afghanistan. Yeah, they've flown them out to Afghanistan. You know, it's like like a cowboy western yeah. kind of jail that they're, they're in. Um, and then there's uh, a man who, uh, a Russian, like, jailer man, uh, who we both know is a, is a Liverpoolian actor in yeah. real life. I think he was in porridge and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, Doing a fucking poor... Poor Russian. Actually. It's not the best. Um, I don't know how much prep he had, but it's not the best. Um, At this point, so we... there's a, there's a there's a, um, a stranger, there's an Afghani stranger, yeah, who's already in the jail behind the bars, uh, and he's kind of chipping in every now and again about uh, he and wants he wants to get out. And, and there's one other guard in there. There's another guard, yeah, who looks about fucking seventy. Oh well, yeah. If he's a day, he should be playing like bowls or something, <laughs> shouldn't he? Um, so, uh, what's she called? Carla. Cara. Cara. She drop it. Bond signals to her that she needs to drop one of her um, devices, one of his devices, on the floor. Um, so he does it with his eyes. Anyway, she drops it on the floor. And then he basically, with the old guard behind him, he just kneels down and picks it up 
and the guard doesn't even look no, at him. Nothing. Not, not no recognition whatsoever. Yeah. So this woman has just dropped something right in front of him, <clears throat> and then he's just picked it up right in front of him, and he does not. He doesn't even notice any of it, and does nothing about nope, it. Nothing. Does not. Um, but then that does mean that um, Bond uh, he gets he gets the thing taken off him, but he's already set it. So he whistles. He whistles the. He whistles the uh, gas. Rubbertan, yeah, yeah. He whistles the gas, and then the gas comes, and the, and then immediately as soon as the gas comes out, uh, the two the two guards collapse. Absolutely. Um, even though the ga- even though the gas hasn't reached them because you can yeah. see the gas, it's yeah. nowhere near them. No, nope. but they go spark out. Um, but then for some reason it doesn't affect our Liverpudlian guard that much because yeah. he gets up and starts fighting with Bond, doesn't he? <laughs> but as you said, it is a really poorly blocked out fight and looks like he might oh, be the first run through. Awful, yeah. It's really amateurish, isn't it? It's not great. There's lots of really telegraphed moves because it's like they're obviously thinking so this is when I go with my right hand over and then it's like oh well I'll, then that's when I react and I lean back and I fall onto the table it's, it's all slow and it's not helped by the fact that the guard is supposed to be a bit drugged yeah. so he's a bit slow anyway yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. hell if this gets any slower yeah, it, is. it is and it just seems to go on and on doesn't it for ages <coughs> this fucking interminable slow fight yeah it's like watching two tortoises trying to get out of a pillowcase isn't it <laughs> just, just seems to go on for ages with no apparent end to it yeah um so then he he manages to subdue the, the two guards and stuff and then they're going to make their escape and then the Afghan uh, uh, prisoner like goes, oh, hang please. on a minute. He just says, please. Oh, and out the yeah. front keys. Please, please. Uh, and, uh, I need to be let out. And, and Bond, knowing that, you know, our Mujahideen friends are, are all good yeah. in, in, in the Soviet era, chucks in the keys he and throws goes, him the keys. go for your life, yeah. Al-Qaeda. You let yourself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of us. Yeah, brilliant. Thank, thank God for them. Yeah. Really, go ISIS. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Bond goes gets out. Now, at this point, has he looked in? He must have done it on the plane. He looked in the case and saw that in the case underneath the heart, which it turns out was not a human heart. No, no, it was an animal. It was an animal heart, or maybe that's why it was still alive. The heart and fucking still beating. Yeah. But anyway, so there, there was the heart still beating, but underneath. And surrounding heart. it, surrounding the heart, where you know, among, mm. in among the ice that was supposedly what was keeping the, the yeah. heart going, diamonds, diamonds, yeah, a shitload of diamonds, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's like Beaver Brooks. This is where, yeah, or H. Samuel of Doncaster. This is where we're going to try and explain what the fuck the film was about because it's only around now. Yeah, all the plot just falls out here, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, right in front of you then. You know when, like, if, if it, like, you know, any of our female listeners may may, may do this, I don't know. Uh, Fee certainly used to do this. Um, if, if she got something lost in a bag, she'd, she'd tip a bag out. Rather than taking yeah, things yeah. out, tip, the plot yeah. is tipped out like you would tip a bag out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this is... 
this is what I think it was. Uh-huh. And we we didn't get this. And, the, uh, you know, all the stuff leading up to this. So an hour and a half yeah. of, of bits and bots from Bratislava to Vienna, back to England, back to Bratislava, back to Vienna. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Tangiers. And then all of that, irrelevant. None of it could have happened. Some of it could have happened. Could have happened in a different, all yeah, in a different way. Matter. Because here's here's what's going on. Check me on this. Koskov and Whitaker are in league, and their their ultimate aim, I think, is wealth. But the the way they're doing it is, they are selling. No, hang on. They are buying raw opium. Ah, raw opium. Ah, raw opium. They're buying raw opium from the Mujahideen mm-hmm. or the, the the snow leopards or whatever they're called. That's the, the name of the fucking... Yeah. Right? They're buying a shit ton of raw opium from the Mujahideen. Yes. They are then selling the raw opium to make billions. Yeah. And then they're using... That money. The buy, the buying the raw opium though with diamonds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The diamonds. I don't know where they're getting the diamonds from. And and why would the Mujahideen want diamonds? I I don't know. When they've got raw opium got that raw they could opium sell, they could sell it themselves. That's yeah. worth more. Yeah. So, so they're they're ripping off an indigenous people, very American. Yeah. Um, sorry, American friends, um, any American <laughs> listeners. That's very British um, as well. Oh Jesus Christ! We 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 just, just, just taught everybody how to do it. We were horrendous. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, I retract everything I just said about our American friends because we are, or have been historically, the worst. Oh, yeah. Fucking nation on earth. Yeah. Horrendous people. Horrendous. Horrendous as a. Yeah. Yeah. We invented. As a nation. It's Dreadful genocide. Dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, but to get back to, to get back to this, so Whitaker and Koskoff have got a shitload of diamonds from where we know not. They are no. trading the diamonds with the Mujahideen for a shitload of opium. They're Ooh. selling the opium for billions. Yeah. In order to buy a ton of American hardware. Yeah. And weaponry, yeah. That they are then going to use to destabilize the Afghan region. Well, yeah, because they they want to use they, they want to use it in cahoots with the Russians, don't Ooh. they? Um, because the Americans are, are helping the Mujahideen. Yeah. Um, so they want they want to. They want to use the high-tech American hardware to help the Russians defeat the Mujahideen, the, the Mujahideen and the Americans yeah. in that, in the, in so, the region. And, and also extend and, the war, yeah, by extension, get more wealthy and so on and so forth. Yeah. Now, that in itself is actually, in terms of Bond plots, probably a more plausible kind of uh, clandestine plot. Yeah. Than the grand, we've got a bomb, we've hid it in a Vulcan yeah, yeah. fighter in the bottom of the sea, and we're going to, you know. Bra- but it is not as interesting. <laughs> it is, no. it is done, it is executed very poorly. 
Um, mm. You know, talk, Rich and I talking it out just then is more interesting, trust me it is, than seeing it develop on film. Because we had to have an hour and a half of the rest of it yeah. to get to that. Yeah. And there was only half an hour left for us to realise what you're looking at is just a couple of war profiteers. Yeah, because when 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 we eventually got to this bit where it, they emptied the bag and you saw everything, and we both went, oh, so the so this so A leads to B and then B leads to C and then they're doing C because they want D and E. Oh, oh right. But that was it. We just yeah. solved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't we? Yeah. We just solved the. The plot, yeah. But we shouldn't have to have solved the fucking plot. We should have been led along, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have been involved and engrossed in it. And then the at the end, there should have been some kind of oh, and but we haven't thought about this element. But we've been giving you hints about this element. But there wasn't any of that. It's it's, it's that funny thing of, because all the other Bond films that we've seen and all the other ones I can think of. They don't ask you to to go along with the mystery because it's already set up. You know, like, again, going back to Thunderball, in the second scene of Thunderball, Largo turns up at a meeting of evil people and says, ah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. And then he does it. And then it's about Bond trying to thwart it. Um, whereas this... It's maybe they maybe they were trying something different, but they hadn't fully committed to it, and it wasn't interesting enough. I feel like that the reason that we have seen all of the clockwork mechanism that they've done, and then they've just dropped it all in at the end. I think it's because they've not they've not filled it with standout <clears throat> moments, yeah, of distraction along the way. There's been no distraction. All you can see is the bare bones of this fucking paper-thin plot that they've had so far. Because there's been no action sequences. We haven't cared about the villains. They've not done anything dramatic. Like, the villains have been completely and utterly ordinary and nondescript. We haven't had, like, a Jaws or Job kind of figure. It's just a bloke in little pants. Yeah. There's been nothing to take us away from... So what's going on? All we've looked at is like, so what's going on and why is it going on? Yeah. Why are we in Vienna? Why are they waltzing? Yeah, yeah. Because there's been nothing else. And I think yeah. that... They, they had all the trappings of a classic, you know, a typical Bond. Yeah. Without... If they'd have filled that with big showpiece action sequences... Yeah. Or, or, or had the overarching narrative that you go... Yeah. And this is why it's a globe-trotting adventure to save the world. Yeah. It was a globe-trotting adventure to stop two people getting wealthy. And, and and you know, I, I quite. I but it mind. wasn't. It was all in one. In the end, actually, it was all in one location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have just gone to that location yeah. right this is at what the start. I mean. That's what I mean. The film could have been set in Afghanistan. Yes. There's a problem. Yeah. You, there's there's an issue in Afghanistan. Someone is is buying yeah. drugs with diamonds and using it to destabilize the region. Hmm. That's not a bad story. No, no, there's a lot there. There's a lot to go into. The the, the fake defection, all that other stuff, it's just wanking you off. It, 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 anyway, so 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 to, to, to cut to it, um, Bond discovers raw opium, escapes from the prison. It turns out that the 
the guy that helped really, you know, release him is uh, uh, an Oxford-educated, um, sort of uh, yeah. almost aristocratic, it's fucking depressing, wealthy. It's the, Brit- it's the British saving the of course poor it is. Yeah, 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 idiot yeah. locals. Yeah, it's the white hero again, isn't it? It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, even though he's, you know, he's played by Art Malik, who's not a white man, but it, you know, he's this. He's the sort of. It's the Westerner. The Westerner saves the yeah, savages. Yeah, yeah, public school boy. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that's so that's you know that's the thing, and um, Bond befriends them. They raid the airbase when the deal is being made. Uh, with the other Afghan tribe, the, the Snow Leopards or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so the, the Snow Leopard bloke takes his diamonds away. They're loading up a plane. There's a big fight. Bond puts a bomb on the plane. Yeah, hidden in an opium bag. Hidden in an opium bag. He gets on the plane. The, the, the timer is set for 10 minutes. At least ten minutes and more go by. There's a pl- so he puts <laughs> this. This infuriated me. He wants to blow up the plane that's full of the raw <coughs> opium. He, so he puts the bomb on, and he puts the timer on, and then for some reason he doesn't. He, they, they see him that he's on there, and he shoots some of them, and then he closes all the doors. So he starts. He jumps into the pilot spot, and he starts taking this plane off the you know he's he's riding this plane down the the runway kind of thing but he doesn't like just think well all i need to do is set the plane running somewhere and then hop out because there's a bomb on board so even if they save the plane the plane's going to blow up anyway yeah no he's like he's obsessed with saving the fucking plane that he's put the bomb on board with, isn't he? He keeps taking it away. No, don't shoot the plane. It's no, I'm so taking it away from you. Yeah, I need the plane to be safe. It's like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. It is almost like, I've got to own this. I want to blow it up. Don't you blow it up. Yeah, I'm you can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't blow it up. That is strange. So, so Bond does this. He's in the plane. Then Marianne Cara turns up on the plane. Hmm. Yeah. Never flown a plane before because she wants to cuddle. Oh, James, I was so worried about you. Genuinely, this happens every fucking time she yeah. sees him. She gets, he says, sit in there. Have you ever flown a plane? No, I've never flown a plane. Fine. Just sit in there and hold it steady. Also, if you could psychically learn how to conveniently, you know, uh, drop and lift the plane at, at decent points, that'd be great too. <laughs> and if you fancy doing that, that'd be wonderful. Not that you're going to know what's happening as a result of those drops, but give it a go. See what fucking yeah, happens. Yeah, so she's supposed to be holding the... Just, just keep the plane, you know, level and steady. In terms of its altitude and everything, so she's doing that, and then at one point she's like, "Oh, uh, I need to move a lever," and it says down. So she presses, she pulls the lever to the down position for no reason. There's no none, and then obviously that opens up the back of the plane. Yeah, and then and then Bond's having a fight with um, Necros, Necros, little in his little pants. Uh, and all the opium's fallen out into it's got like a big cargo netting sack which is hanging out of the back of the plane and they're fighting on top of that which is that's quite a good that's quite a good idea for a fight scene although they don't do it very well and then that goes on for ages it does a bit so and particularly since we know there's a countdown which we never cut back to so there's no the, no, no, point, no. The, the exploitation of Jeopardy in this film is non-existent. There's, there's no point in which suspense no, is, no. is built up or intrigue. You know, you, you'd 
<clears throat> what you'd do is you'd keep cutting back going 10 minutes, 8 minutes, well, 6 minutes, 4 minutes. Even just the fact that when he when he gets the bomb and then he sets it to 10 minutes, I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, 10 minutes, we've got at least 10 minutes more of this thing. <laughs> Holy shit. So it does all, he sets it for 10 minutes when he could have just set it for like a minute and fucked off. Could have done. Um, so yeah sets it for 10 minutes then he's fighting on the back of the plane while it's flying and then uh, he, he gets cuts the cargo cuts the cargo so that just means that all this raw opium was just scattered yeah, around yeah. to be gathered up and resold to, uh, of course yeah it's still it's still within the system then isn't it Yeah. but now they've got no idea who's going to get it yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. could get he's, it yeah, he's not done any good really oh no 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 Um so then he manages to close the door and he's like, oh, thank God. And then he is, deep, 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 because his bomb's got a fucking big, like, key turn on it, hasn't yeah. it? Which would have made, you know, you'd have thought there'd be a mute button or something. Would have made it very easy for someone else to disarm because he just presses a button. Yeah, it's got that and a big bright, <clears throat> display, and a big bright display on it, which is left handily at the top of the bag that he's put it in. Yeah. And he, he ruffles through, like, three bags and then he finds it, doesn't he? And then he literally just presses two buttons and then and that's stopped, it. Yeah. The the bomb's disarmed. Yeah. And then uh, but but then but then oh no, would you believe it? The fucking plane's out of fuel. Oh no. And the propellers stopped turning. Oh no. And what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Land it. But don't just <laughs> land it. Right? Don't just land it. Fortunately, Mariam Bukhara has driven her jeep onto the um, onto onto the uh, plane. Um, Somehow, driving the jeep onto the plane, which was already loaded with the opium, and yet when the opium is released, it doesn't catch the jeep. No, it doesn't. No. So and 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 going going even before that. She's riding in the jeep at the side of the plane. He's piling it, is is Bond, uh, and he signals to her, "Drive the jeep in the back." Well, she doesn't know how he does that anyway, but um, she goes, "Oh yeah, I'll drive the jeep in the back." Uh, why is he told her to do that? Why has he said, "Get into this plane that's got a well, bomb on it"? Bomb. <laughs> it's the most dangerous place you could be. In this whole entire situation, and what I'm asking you to do now is quite dangerous. Fucking, yeah, driving a jeep Stunt into the back of a moving fucking plane. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, by the way, can you park it next to the bomb that's that I've set going? Yeah. Around all this raw opium. <laughs> it's this fucking nuts. What the fuck? I know. Well done, James. And when you're on it, could you fly the fucking plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a dickhead. Anyway, so they land, but at the same time. Bond pulls a chute, another parachute, he's got fucking tons of them, which pulls the jeep out of the plane. I was about to say, he's got parachutes coming out of his ass. He really has. Pulls the jeep out of the plane, and not only do they stop, and it doesn't flip, bounce, twist, blow up, crash, or anything like that, they fucking start the engine. If it fucking drives off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it, 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 anyway, and then the epilogue, because I can't be fucking bothered. Going into any more of that. There's more or less it. There's a there's a concert at Bratislava. The Mujahideen all love him. They oh, all go, yeah, 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 fucking brilliant. Well oh. Done, oh, he blows up a bridge. Well done, White Bond. He drops that bomb on a bridge. 
Yes, he does. To stop the Soviet army yeah. from attacking the Mujahideen. Yeah. So essentially, what he's done is he's helped yeah. ISIS. Pin, so pinpoint so, tactical. So bombing. let's let's just let's just recap Bond some some of Bond's successes. He's redistributed a shitload of illegal drugs, yeah. and he's helped ISIS. Yeah. Fucking awesome. <laughs> and then all going, yeah, James. Yeah, James, yeah, James, yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah, we're not going to behead you. White devil. No. You're all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that to some other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your girlfriend, actually. Yeah, yeah. If you leave her behind. Yeah, she looks like she's been fucking learning. Don't like any of that shit. Yeah, and I can see her face. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, epilogue. Yeah. Back back in Bratislava, where we began, another concert is taking place. Mariam Dara, Cara is playing a fucking cello. Uh, even when he's got a bullet hole in it, probably scraped her foot. She's still playing it. Obviously, mm-hmm. sounds alright. Be really nice if it was scraped and sounded fucking terrible. But it done. It's fine. Um, <laughs> she comes out. They're all there. Fucking Art Malik's turned up, saying, "Oh yeah, brilliant. I love all this kind of shit. I'm a posho. Awesome." <laughs> M's there, going, "I don't get out of the office much." And, but yeah, Marvelous yeah. Is, is very good. Um, and. And she says, oh, what to James? Why ain't he? Oh, yeah, he's on assignment. Never mind. Oh, yeah. She goes up to a dressing room. Well, fucking hell. He's only there, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's come to see her. Wanking. Wanking, furiously. Yeah, yeah, in, in, uh, into the mirror. Into Well, yeah, he's looking in the mirror, but he's got a little mayonnaise pot. And mm. he's, been, he's been collecting it for months. Yeah, yeah. Months. I mean, it's, it's split. It's, it's separated. Some of you can it, see the layers. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's like... Um, you can see the ages. Can't yes, you? it is. It is. It is um, qu- quite uh, significant. Yeah. Some of the colour gradation. Anyway, so so he's doing he's doing that. Um, he's and, not healthy. Oh no, 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 no. It's 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 not good. But it's it's what keeps him. You know, he's a killer. If you don't milk his otter a couple of times a day, then fucking things are going to go. If he's not him. strangling the milkman. At if least he's not choking that milkman. Day. Yeah, things are going to go awry. Mm. Anyway. Um, they have a bit of a kiss, and that's it, I think. Yep. That's it. Yep. Now, it talking about it was more fun than watching it. Yep. I've, I, I, I think, I'm never going to trust my memory of that of films again <laughs> because <laughs> I, I I was looking forward to watching this one because I thought I don't remember anything about it but I remember liking it as a kid so I either had no fucking taste as a kid no I think that's it I had no taste as a kid maybe I that's it anyway um, mm. but I think Dalton got better as the film went on I thought at the beginning really rubbish except for that when he went she'll call you back which I quite liked Um. Nobody could shoot. Nobody could fight. The fight choreography was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just not great. Not great. Really. Fucking shit. There's that. Yeah. It was just absolutely shit. All of it was shit. It was. It uh, as a as a standalone film. If it wasn't, if you didn't know it was part of a, a James Bond spy franchise, you'd have. Easily given up a third of the way through because it was just like nothing's happening. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't go anywhere until the last ten minutes. Anyone who studies narrative said, "I tell you what, 
and well anyone who studies narrative cinema would would say exactly that and they'd be right but this wouldn't improve it a great deal but it would have been probably better as a what was it two hours long yeah as four and a half hour episodes because you could, yeah, have, gone, you could have made the first time yeah. tight focus on the, the defection and the double cross. Yeah. Then the second episode would have been uh, the chase uh, and, and the meeting of um, Whitaker and, and, the, and the idea about him being an arms dealer. Then the third episode would have been the jeopardy of, of getting to fucking Afghanistan and discovering the plot and then the fourth resolution. Putting them all together, it was just like a, a really badly made sandwich. What do you want to eat a sandwich? Could I have... Um, jam, salad, f- fish, and um, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe some sweet and sour sauce. It was. It would be like going into Subway and saying, um, "Can I have uh, like a twelve-inch uh, sub? Uh, can I have tuna tuna mayonnaise?" With some red onion, but could you could you leave ten inches of the bread with nothing in it and just put all of the filling in the last two inches? <laughs> it's like that. It's like you have got a tuna mayonnaise mm. sub that's a foot long, but yeah, it's not really working. But, but every other bite, could you put just something in there that doesn't match? Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. Just yeah. something. Yeah, a bit of cheese. That'd be great. Jalapeno. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Just one jalapeno. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. That would be great. The Dives of Destiny are coming out now. Um, no, awful film. Yeah, the worst we've seen, I think, and and, uh, and a real shame. It's the worst film we've seen out of all of the films that we've looked at, I think. <laughs> I was saying that's today, fucking like, saying something. Like, like uh, I think... I, and, I mean, the worst film previously for me was Last House on the Left, and I still wouldn't watch that no, again. No, I never watched that again. Terrible, but film. Um, there were more, there were more interesting points throughout the film there than there were in this, where I just felt like, what was the point in watching all all yeah, of that? Yeah, I, 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 I struggled to care. We, we said, didn't we? We, we weren't far into it, and you went. This is terrible. I went, yeah. I was really trying. I was, I was, basically fighting with my memory. Yeah, yeah. And going, I liked this film. I'm sure I like this film. Nah. Right. It's yours this today. Go on, throw that dice. Who, who have we got? Five. It's a Brosnan. We haven't oh, had a Brosnan yet. It's no, a Brosnan. we haven't had a Brosnan. Brilliant. Right, a Brosnan. Now he did four, so we need a, we need a D four. It's a Brosnan. So one is Goldeneye. Two is Tomorrow Never Dies. Three is The World Is Not Enough. And four is Die Another Day. It's only Die Another Fucking Day. I don't... Um, I don't know. Any, I, have, I, think I, have, I don't think I've ever seen Die Another Day. Oh. Is it really bad? Oh. Is it worse than what we've already watched? Oh. <laughs> is it because of the issues in it? No. No, I'm saying nothing. I I've not seen it. So here's the thing. I recall thinking it was fucking awful. Um, 
But there again, I recall thinking this was alright yeah. and it was fucking awful. So it might be it might be alright. And and, and and because my expectations will be really low, you never know, I might get more out of it than than I would have otherwise so we'll see I mean let's face it For Your Eyes Only was a terrible film but we really enjoyed it For Your Eyes Only was better than I right here's a, here's a scary admission of the five we've seen so far that's probably been my favourite one. Oh, really probably in in, in um, like yeah you know for for the Bond oeuvre and, and what you want Bond to be or what you take Bond yeah, as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Daniel Craig ones are a bit po-faced. They're a bit, look at us, we're, you know, modern and it's, you know. Yeah. We're, it's actually the same, but we're saying it's not the same. We're saying it's modern, it's up to date, and it isn't. Um, Roger Moore, I suppose, it probably wasn't his best one, but he, he seems to understand. He, he seems to know that they're a bit naff. Yeah. And there's there's something about the the wink in which he delivers it. Yeah. Connery is basically just a fucking abuser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a nice, not a nice nice character Um, at all. And we've seen, we've seen Dalton, who who was just. No, I tell you what, Dalton was a bit like when Peter Davison turned into Doctor Who. For the first series, he didn't know what the fuck to do with him. Dalton has been the Bond that I didn't. I mean, as awful as Connery was. Yeah. The. The films themselves yeah. had a lot going on in them. Yeah. Even though they were, even though he was an awful person. Yeah. But Dalton is the one where I just thought, I don't want to see any more of you. <laughs> I'm not interested. It's not that like, I, I, I don't like or dislike well, don't him. We, there's only one more of his. I know there's only one more, but even even though there's only one more, I'm thinking I don't really want to see the other one because I, I just. I'm just not. There was absolutely. I just took nothing from this. Right. Okay. That's interesting. And it wasn't so bad that you could like go fucking hell. That was hilarious. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like ah, really? Yeah. I, f- I could have just watched a fifth of this shit. Yeah. And, I suppose. And got the, the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Unmemorable villains. Um. Un- unmemorable set pieces. But they threw away. Like a decent villain because he was he was quite. He we didn't been, we didn't talk about the final it could the final confrontation uh, with with Joe Don Baker because we we skipped straight to the the um, yeah so he went to back to Tangiers did uh, did Bond uh, and Joe Don Baker Whitaker uh, yeah sorry Whitaker Whitaker was waiting for him he was playing his war game playing his war games. And um, and Bond says, right, time's up, you fucking asshole. Yeah. You're gonna pay for all the shit you've done. And he says, oh well, I'm just I'm just fighting this battle. And Bond says, well, actually, the battle of Little Big Tree wasn't Little Big Horn. It was some fucking round tree. That didn't happen because he says, oh well, General Lee didn't have as many men. If I'd done it, I'd have done this. Presses the button and a drawer opens with yeah. such force that it knocks Bond over. Yeah. Anyway, Bond falls over. And it gives it gives Whitaker enough time to get out this spectacular new gun, mm. spectacular. And this gun comes with, let me tell you, the mm. most incredibly sophisticated and um, almost mind blowing. It makes the um, it makes the sniper rifle that 
Bond hat. Um, look like, a, look like an old stick. wooden spoon, yeah, it doesn't did. it? it, it, it it's, it, it, you, you see it and you go, my God, how has nobody thought of that before? Well, yeah, why, why are they everywhere? Yeah, because this, this rifle has one thing that other rifles don't have. Mm. It's got a fucking moped windscreen mm. on the top of it, mm. which is masquerading as a bulletproof, bulletproof screen yeah. for your face. Uh, but it doesn't go below the gun. It ju- uh, only does the... Just the face. Just the top. So if you shot like a little bit below, you get the, like, the heart and Guts. the lungs and, yeah. and all the... Ch- anything like chest-wise. You shoot the knee. Yeah, yeah, you could shoot any of the soft middle. Yeah. Uh, you could blow his, his sexual uh, organs off. Uh, or any of the major arteries in the legs. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You could do uh, you could do it un, untold, terrible damage without worrying about this defence system. It was only his, it was only really his face and his neck that it protected. Yeah. The rest of it was up for grabs. But it's lucky that Bond just fancied to shoot fancied shooting him in the face and neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the you know yeah. the defence worked really well and Joe Don Baker was going, ha 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 this is going to change the face of the war. The Mujahideen are fucked now. Oh, yeah. yes. You wait till my Russian comrades, the people <laughs> I'm going to sell this to, my moped windscreen get hold of these moped windscreen guns. <laughs> They're fucking excellent. MWGs were called the Moog. They were synthesizers, but now we're yeah. going to fucking kill the Mujahideen with Moogs. Yeah. Anyway, Bond uses his bullets and then uses his other, the Kirin's other device to creates a small explosion in a statue of the Duke of Wellington, which, or Napoleon actually, which, even though he blows it up from the top, yeah. somehow tips the whole tips statue over, up yeah. from the bottom yeah. and crushes him, yeah. apparently to death. And then he says, I met his Waterloo. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck and, off. And man. that's the end of that. And, and also... Uh, Jerome Kramer, um, Koskoff's waiting, uh, pretending like yeah. he's been caught. Yeah. Up comes Pushkin and says, Ah, comrade. My friend. Yes, yeah. send him back to Moscow in a diplomatic bag. Now, a body bag is the phrase. I don't know what a diplomatic bag is. That sounds like a goodie bag that you get at fucking function. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, send him back in a bag with some perfume, maybe yeah. a pen- couple of pencils... Perhaps, uh, I mean, what else are you going to get there? Some Ferrero Rocher. It didn't carry the like same connotations as a body bag. No, it didn't. It? Go back in a diplomatic bag. That could have just meant just get on the plane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just get with all the post and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, anyway, so there you go. So so that was the end of Koskov. We assume he was he was killed. We definitely know Whitaker was killed. And that's, and that's us done. And mm. that is definitely us done. I can't talk about that film anymore. Poor. Shite. So, to, to to so so my ranking of the five so far, which we can add to, would be, for your eyes only, shock horror at the top. Ooh. Skyfall second. Mm. Thunderball third. Casino Royale fourth, and then a big gap, and then Living Daylight. Yeah. Over um. To you. I would. I would. Do you know what? I think I probably. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree actually, and I never would have said that before when we were looking at what, what we were going to be watching. No, there's no way that I would have said that. I mean, I, I'd said on the other pod, 
as soon as uh, I saw the trailer for like for your eyes only, I thought this is, and think I feel like this is going to be absolutely unwatchable. Mm-hmm. And after ten minutes, I'm going to be like, I just can't do it. We're going to, I'm going to, have to just look at the synopsis, and you're just going to tell me the rest of it. Um, so yeah, that was that's blew my mind. Yeah, raw opium, raw opium. The yeah. best Bond that we've seen so far has been Roger Moore. Roger Moore, I know. I'm, I, I'm incredibly surprised. He's not only the best, he's been the most sympathetic. Yeah, weirdly. Weirdly, yeah. When I always thought that he was going to be like the the suave sleazeball mm. of the of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the other ones might be a bit roughy, tufty. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I want a woman kind of thing. But he's he's just been actually fairly decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connery's a thug and a, and a sociopath. Um, and a rapist. And a, yeah, a sexual abuser, a disgusting sexual abuser. Um, uh, Craig is a brute and a thug and a, and a, a sociopath. And got some very odd sexual politics. With some very peculiar sexual politics, yeah. Um, and uh, Dalton didn't have a personality, unfortunately. No. So, so more, yeah, like I say, perhaps just because he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his fifth. He did seven. That was his fifth, wasn't it? Be interesting to see the other ones. Something from the others. He what? Be interesting to see something from his early ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Interesting. Anyway, that's that. So that's that. So if you want to get in touch with us, um, well, well, I mean, well done for getting this far into it. Um, If you want to get in touch with us and and, uh, you want to recommend your own. Bond film or Bond-esque film even that you want us to see um, you can email us at weakpointspodcast at gmail.com uh, yes just send it through there or send any of your thoughts through to there and we shall read them and action them um, but thank you very much for listening Thanks a lot, and we'll everybody. see you again for the next episode see you for die another day die another day this one to die another day. Oh, fucking hell, is that Madonna? Yep. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Terrible thing. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. bye. And we're done. And we're out. Brilliant. Right, let's stop that then. I need a mess. Fucking a Madonna. A